You're listening to an ANR podcast. This is episode 48. And on today's podcast, we'll be talking about the Disney Plus Hawkeye TV show. We'll talk about Spider-Man No Way Home filled with spoilers movie review. And finally, we'll talk about a look back at ANR podcast in 2021. Let's get started. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to an ANR podcast today. Um, we've got a great show. It is the final show or no. episode, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> final episode uh, of 2021. Uh, we've got some cool topics to get into, including a look back at the year uh, and talk about some things that we mentioned or had conversations about. But like always, uh, before we begin... I want to bring in some of my friends joining me all the way from Santa's little workshop. We got two customizers busy working on their craft before Christmas. I got my friend D. D, how you doing? Good, good. I'm waving. You can't see me, but <laughs> Well, they will see you in the New Year soon. Yeah. We're gonna be doing some more lives, right? So we're gonna be doing lives on our podcast. So stay tuned for that for anybody that's listening. We'll be on our YouTube channel. Uh D, any customizing going right now in uh D's little wor uh, wor uh, workshop? I'm doing one with Matt. Matt's making me something, and I'm making him something. Oh, uh, nice. Okay, so you guys reveal it on your Instagram, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. I'll nice, throw it nice, up on nice. ours, too. Yeah. And uh, we have another little uh, Santa's little helper. Chris. Chris, how you doing? Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I am... are, you, are you working on anything right now? You're always working on something. Uh, right now, I'm just working on the custom paint job on that Phoenix statue. I got a base coat down, and that metallic green looks sick. So that's what I want to see that. Oh, I'll definitely post photos. I'm keeping it lightweight for customs this season because it's just crazy when you work retail so <laughs> you don't have much time to yourself all right uh like we always do let's go around the room and what we watched and what we got so d take it away uh i saw spider-man of course i think everyone on the planet should have by now but that's not always the case <laughs> <laughs> some people haven't some yeah. people haven't <laughs> and then um tried to do some more christmas films i'm just working our way down the list I don't even remember what it was called. It was some catfishing one where the guy pretended to be someone else and then the girl flies home to see him for Christmas and it turns out not to be him. It's a new one. It was on uh on Netflix. But Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. My wife was watching that. I can't I can't even remember the name. It was just like odd. The gentleman the gentleman's from Silicon Valley, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy's a good actor. I like him. <laughs> it was decent. It was one of those rom com Christmassy things. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, my, I think my wife was watching that. I just jumped in and said, "What are you watching?" And I just, I just sat around and just watched it with her. Uh, <laughs> anything else? You uh, I tried some more anime, but then it usually loses me by the middle, just because it's like you know those filler episodes that they always <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's called know. "The World Ends with You," and the premise is you have to last a week in this game called the Underground, and if you do, you're allowed to go back to the living world because they're already dead so they're fighting for a second chance oh wow that's pretty interesting yeah pretty grim but then oh, uh, once okay. again it's the power of friendship and all that and it's like oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then what did i get i got the power ranger ninja turtle two pack yes I, Raphael or michelangelo, michelangelo yeah 
And then I got a binary, which I'm sending to John Stranded Customs. Because okay. apparently it's weird how they it? get stuff that we don't get. And then we stumble yeah. upon all these things that you would assume they would have gotten, but they don't. So one's yeah. going his way. Nice, nice, nice. And that's it. The rest, I guess, I'll have to wait for Christmas. I don't want to accidentally bomb myself something that someone else could have potentially got me. <laughs> I've done that before. Give the receipt. Yeah, the receipt just, just in case. Oh, wow, I got this. Awesome. And then quickly go return the other one. <laughs> just act surprised. Oh, my God. <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> I haven't uh. seen one of these before. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not get it from EB Games where I went? <laughs> <laughs> that's the joy. That's the hard thing about being a collector is I'm the type of person who can't wait. And my friends get mad at me for buying things. So I'm like, just so you know, I already bought this. And then they're like <laughs> cursing at me, you know, just go return it. <laughs> it's hard, though, because some of these things are hard to find. Like, you don't know yeah. if you'll ever see yeah. it again. Yeah. So I could buy it and then get yelled at and then ask for forgiveness, or I could leave it and then come Christmas, like, hey, did you see that thing? Like, no, I never saw it. I went to the store and I never saw it. They didn't have it. Like, okay. (laughs) My wife refuses to buy me any figures. She will not buy me any figures. Oh, that's easy for you then. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, if I if I do and you already have it, then we're just wasting time. Or if I buy the wrong one and you're just like not interested in it, she goes, I'm still wasting my time. But with right? you, so she, is she, there a wrong one? I'm sorry, but like, yeah. you buy every... It's called, it's called, it's called McFarlane. Oh. <laughs> just, just, put, <laughs> just make that your list, like not McFarlane. Yeah. And then just have Everything really except for yeah. McFarlane. And, and I apologize to anybody that's listening who's a McFarlane fan. <laughs> I mean, the, the, pre- the new... Personal preference, that's all. The new Swamp thing looks pretty good. But the funny thing is the rare variant is what's coming out. So people pre-ordered the green one, and I swear to God, I've seen 90 people oh. like posting on like Instagram and Reddit, like, I got this gray thing in the mail, and I wanted a green swamp thing, but I got this gray one. And it's like platinum edition, oh but it's God. just his gray version where they're unpainted. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, disappointing. I mean- yeah. I, I don't know. That that company needs an overhaul of people. Looking at, <laughs> even the photography that they take, right? even the pictures of some of the characters they put on Instagram is like, what are you thinking? They're like, awkward poses. It's like, yeah, is he it's so weird? Is he crouching down to attack or does he just really need to go somewhere? You know, it's so weird. It's just like you're making it worse than it should be. Right. <laughs> I, I, I like I understand that articulation isn't that great, but this picture is making it worse you know just don't do any articulation just have them stand there you want to sell the figure you don't want to repel people with it you know it's like that's the whole point of marketing so is does he just like oh this is a good pose snapshot here use this photo okay you know the person that they hired to take pictures apparently was just someone they just plucked um i remember that person being on some youtube channel that person didn't have the whole lot of experience and which is fine. I mean, you want to give somebody an up and comer some chance, but man, they really need to work on their pictures. It's yeah. bad. It's really bad. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, anything else? That's it for Chris? me. Chris's turn. Let's see what he All got right, up Chris. to. What'd you got? Uh, so or what'd you watch? Uh, didn't watch too much. Uh, one show, one Christmas show I did watch on Netflix was Single All the Way. It was uh, Single one- All the Way. 
Yeah, it's a rom-com, but uh, it was pretty funny. It has a pretty good cast of in there, and um, I enjoyed it. It was funny. It's something to put on the background, and, you know, I was playing my mobile games, but still paying attention. It's it's funny. And uh, for what I got, well, <clears throat> I got Mastermind. I ordered off eBay a couple weeks ago, so I should be getting that tomorrow. And then Wednesday is my big, my big get day. I am going in for my tattoo. Oh, where we have it? That's exciting. Uh, my very first comic tattoo, and it's oh. gonna be Dark Phoenix. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was going to be Cyclops, what? I swear. <laughs> you know what would be a great tattoo, though? Wolverine holding the picture frame, lying oh, on the bed. That'd be pretty sick. That'd be pretty sick. Right around the uh, elbow all the way to the wrist. <laughs> oh, my God. No, this is going on my left upper arm, so I gave him a bit of free reign, so it's going to be Phoenix with flames around her, so... Uh, once I get the photo of it, which should be tomorrow, hopefully, um, I will post photos. And if anyone out there is listening and you have your favorite character who's tattooed on them somewhere, send us a picture on Instagram and maybe we'll post it. Yeah, at Astonishing NR. So yeah, let us know. Oh, we would love to see those cool comic uh, statues. Or, I mean, tattoos, not statues. Um, and also, even anything related to maybe Star Wars or anything like that, I would love to see that. There's some cool ones out there. Oh, God, yeah. Like, some of those Star Wars, like, these tattoo artists are seriously Brilliant. on another Brilliant. level. Like, you Just, look at someone's arm, and there's this amazing tattoo artist in Edmonton that I wanted to get to, and it looks like he took the image right from the paper and put it on your skin. Like he did the Deadpool movie head and the texturing in there looks like the texturing on his costume. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. So that's insane. But yeah, that's, uh, Oh, sorry. Do you think, do you think comic artists would be good tattoo artists? Mm, It takes a little bit of a learning curve that like do the needle and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, if but they, I think once they once they master that needle technique, I'm sure they can come yeah. up with some cool tattoos, right? I think a cool would be the Jim Lee Batman. What about the other way around? Do you think a tattoo artist will be a good drawer? I think oh, oh, every God, yeah. everyone that I met, they've they've had their portfolios and they always just like draw for fun already. It, it's easier the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> right? Because ink on skin is a lot different, and the, obviously the actual texture of the skin and you know, it's not, it's not a perfect paper, right? It's got mm-hmm. ridges and bumps and curves to it. So it's like I painting on around, um, pig hide. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> a bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, no, that is it. I'm kind of itching to hear what you got this week. So during the holidays, I kind of tend to slow down a little bit. Um, I go from like. 10 to 15 to like four. So I thought you were um, going to say like nine to 14. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got today. I got the um, uh, SD, not SD, sorry. Um, 
the Hasbro Pulse exclusive Autobot Puffer and Road Ranger. I have no idea who they are. I just wanted them because they look cool. And I, I love Transformers. They're from the Kingdom War Cybertron series, so I was happy to get them. Um, I also got two G.I. Joe Breakers because I'm going to actually use the bicycles or the bike to put my other G.I. Joes. So I just bought it just for the bike. And um, I might, I don't know, I'll do it with the figures. Maybe I'll take them apart and paint them or make them look different. Who knows? I got that. So now I have four of those bikes. So I can put four G.I. Joe guys on there. It'd be pretty cool. Um, what else? Um, oh, I got the um, NECA newsroom. The Catwoman newsroom, Channel 6. Oh, yes. that That's a cool set because they gave me a lanyard for Channel 6 uh, access. They gave me a t-shirt, uh, a poster, some stickers. I think even, I believe it was like a coaster as well. Or some sort of badge that you could put on a jacket or something. <laughs> Did you like put that, the but... stickers on your Trapper Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, we have some, um, the background is really nice because you have the channel six background. We actually utilized that background and took some pictures of some of the turtles in action. And I think tomorrow, because it's turtle Tuesday, well, we're, we're talking today on Monday, uh, but turtle Tuesdays, uh, I think Chris, I think you're going to be dropping some pictures on IG. Yeah. I seen a couple of them and they are pretty sweet. Like just the accessories that you got with this set. I'm like, <laughs> we should have done like a newscaster open. You know, well, the, the funny thing is, um, the our in, we did the video too. So you guys, if if you're listening, you want to check out the actual review of that um, set. It is up on our YouTube channel. But we did um, an intro, and uh, the the funny thing is, the guys who are behind the scenes are more interested in the camera gear that came with the set, <laughs> the mic and the boom mic and all that. They're more interested in that than the actual figures. They're like, oh, this is so cool. Right? <laughs> They're playing around with that, so. The intro of our video, you can see one of our camera guys, Young, he's actually just so enamored with all this. <laughs> he's like, this is so awesome. But uh, yeah, it's a fun set. It's a really, really fun set. A little pricey, to, in my opinion, but a fun set. Uh, yeah, so you can check that out. What else did I get? Um, I don't know. I, I got some doubles of... I think I got another Hydra Stompers, my third or fourth one. Um, I did don't you even forget, know where yeah, you from. ordered it or did you just want I, it? <laughs> I forget where I ordered it from and they just show up and then they're like, ah, too late. Right. <laughs> uh, tomorrow I got a bunch of stuff coming from uh, a retailer. Uh, I think my, my Michelangelo from Power Rangers will be in that box. So looking forward to seeing what tomorrow entails. And that'll probably be it for the year. I, I won't be getting anything else, I think, till after the, uh, the year ends. But yeah, that's uh, so far, that's what I've got. And it was a light light week um uh what i watched well i watched that movie we had an awesome time watching the spider-man movie um the anr team we held um a movie a night out with the anr team and we had um, people bring in non-perishable items to watch the movie and we had a great turnout we had we only wanted 100 people to come because we only had 100 seats at the private viewing but uh, we ended up getting 105 people show up so we did have to get a couple seats in there which was fine they were right up front but they didn't care they were coming in and then i also at the spur of the moment decided to buy everybody in the theater popcorn and drinks so everybody had popcorn and drinks in fact we had way too many popcorn i think we had like a 20 bags sitting on the table after <laughs> everyone got theirs but uh it was awesome to watch the movie with uh fellow a and r members uh people that supported us from the beginning um, and also just fans coming in there and having a good time. We raised a lot of non-perishable uh, food. In fact, I think six boxes 
Oh, wow. uh, it was a lot of food. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of food. So I was able to go drop it off the next day at the food bank, um, which was, you know, they were kind of like, well, back it up. They're like, we can't take all this out. You need to back up your car into our <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> so <laughs> backed all that up in the warehouse. I had to put all the seats down and everything and get out in there. But it was nice to do that. And next year, we're planning on doing it even bigger, uh, maybe up it up to 200 people. So we'll see what movie shows up in December. Hopefully a Marvel movie, because that seems to attract a lot of people. But uh, we'll probably do another one next year. So if you're in the local Vancouver area, uh, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. Because, uh, well, you know, besides that, we're also giving away cool things every month from our YouTube channel anyways. So it just benefits you to just go ahead and follow us, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and uh, have chance to win prizes every month. All right, uh, let's get into our first topic of the day. What do you guys want to talk about first, the movie or the TV show? Ooh, same uh, TV show. Okay, TV show. Anticipate right. Spider-Man. Uh, oh, big spoiler alert for everybody. I know there's some people upset in the internet because some people have ruined Spider-Man for them. If you have not watched it, please, please, please. Uh, come back, watch the show or movie, and then come back and watch or listen to our podcast because we are going to be spoiling it for you. So you've been warned. Don't get mad at us. Don't send us any hate mail. All right. Let's get into the Hawkeye Disney Plus episode five, is it? Yes, yeah. it is. It is moving along fast, a little too fast. Aren't we on four? Uh, no, it's five. It's five. Oh, my God. Right. Oh. <laughs> this is this is the thing I hate is like we have one more episode to go and I'm like, no, we got a few more. No, we don't. That's that's something that I'm going to mention in my <sighs> my my chance I get. All right, D. D's sitting there waiting patiently. He's like, come on, people, let's get on here. I got cats to play with. No, I was just like, I was just like, <laughs> Chris pointed out we have one more episode. Like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> how are they going to realize that? No, I was like, how are they going to? I did, like, I knew it, but like, still, like, how are they going to wrap all this up? I I don't know how. I don't know how. But so, since we're already slightly on the topic, this kind of like, I don't want to say rush, but it jumps right into like last episode. Yelena was there, so the start of the episode was more of her backstory. Like, what was she doing after Black Widow? She was freeing all the other brainwashed Black Widows, and. Yeah. She makes it to one of her, I don't want to call her sister, cause, but like one of her other widow compatriots, companions. Red, red Room part. Yeah, friend. Red Room brainwashed girls. Yeah. yeah. And um, her name's Anna. She gets into a little scuffle and then tries to cure her. And it turns out she's not, she, was, she doesn't need to be. She was already fine. She's just like, I just, I'm a hitman. That's what I do. Yeah. I'll make a living. Yeah. So that's how I make my money. And then she blips away. And then it's cool to see it from their point of view. So Yelena yeah. is the one who, who disappears. She goes to the bathroom to clean up. She turns into dust for like two seconds and then rematerializes. And she doesn't realize what's happened, just like everyone else. But mm -hmm. you've seen it from other people's point of views. Like, hey, all these people are materializing in front of me. What's going on? Now it's her point of view. It's like, okay. So I just blinked and the world around me has changed. Mm -hmm. I love how and they then... did that. Sorry, I just wanted to add that in there. It's like uh, you were saying, we've seen it from other points. You know, they showed us in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I love how quick it was. 
you know, that perspective of how fast, you know, that blink of an eye. Yeah. That's all I wanted to add. I just No, it's cool. And the the effect was cool too. Yeah, it really was. I really like that effect. Like where did they go? Like cuz that's what a lot of people were wondering. Like did they go to an alternate like what happened? Where did they go? But apparently yeah. they just did go anywhere in their own in their mind. Nothing happened. So, <laughs> it was cool to see. And um she learns that Natasha has died. And this is the start of her hating Clint. <laughs> like, there's little like breadcrumbs of her <laughs> starting to hate him. Immediately, just hate Clint. Uh, <laughs> just little like just, just little sprinkles of reasons to hate him. None of them make sense to me. I hope the final episode touches up on it more, but I don't think they will. Like, no answer they give me will ever make sense. I don't think. I, I still can't get over the fact that Elaine from Seinfeld comes and tells her. To go ahead and kill Clint. Well, they don't even mention that. So, like, it was almost a pointless scene in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, you know, it's from our point of view watching this show, she blips and then comes back and then she learns everything and then automatically blames him without real information. So it's yeah. just, I hate when they're not clear about stuff like that. That is... And it's... It's nice that you mentioned that too, because the information she gives him at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier gives her, I mean, you make it, it seems like she's the one who's like, hey, we need you to go after Clint. But this show <laughs> does something later on in the episode, which we'll talk about, where it totally contradicts that moment. So like, we'll, we'll skip ahead, but Kate goes home all battered and bruised. And I like right off the bat, she's like, Clint told me to come home. He said I was too dangerous. I didn't want to see more of that mom being overprotective. And make yeah, Clint's yeah. a bad influence and he's making her do this. No, she straight up said Clint. Clint basically said, I'm not good enough to be in this and I'll get killed. And he sent me home. And then her mom straight up asked, does Clint think you're a superhero? And she's like, no, like he doesn't. Like, great. Now, <laughs> stop blaming Clint because we all know that's what the parents do in yeah, these exactly. type of films, even though they have nothing to do with it. And then. We also speed rush to Kate eventually telling her mom, like, hey, so we looked up into Jack, her mom's fiance, and he has a bunch of like shell companies and he's into some seriously bad stuff. And even this going on. Yeah. Even when he was getting arrested, he was still like the most charming man on screen. <laughs> like, don't worry, sweetie, we'll get this cleared out. Yeah, we'll get this I all figured this. out. I got I'll this. I'll be home for Christmas. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> and at, at that point, I'm like, yeah, like whatever negativity I thought about this guy. Like, I thought he was being a bumbling idiot on purpose. And he's just like, he really is sinister. I don't think that anymore at all. He still could be. But I'm like, no, he was a red herring. I, I just like this guy overall. I don't know about you. Like, do you like him in the show? Do you like him as an actor? I, 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 I don't mind him at all. He's, yeah. he's just a goofy character right now, right? Uh, he just, there's no worry about him. Or he doesn't display any, any worry at all. He just goes with the flow. Yeah. Which makes me want to think that somebody above him is so powerful that he doesn't care. Well, that is like thing. really, he's I'm really, sorry. I don't know if he's really poor and he's like going after Kate's mom for money. Because he parent like at the auction, his uncle's like, "You don't even have anybody." He's like, "I will when you die, and I inherit it from you." So, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just looking at it from how cool he is with everything that goes down. It just feels like that he knows that no matter what happens to him, there's always his boss, so to speak. Yeah, 
if that's what I just see, like, the boss is going to handle everything for me. I'm just doing my job. And even if I get arrested by the FBI, I know my boss is so powerful that I'm going to get out of this. No problem. Yeah. And that's, that's so, the way I see it. Yeah. And the one thing, you know, it's it's hard because, you know, they make him seem like he's very suspicious. I love that I don't know who this character is and what he's going to do. So it's all up in the air. And I think once we find out his motive, it's probably going to shock us all, you know, because Disney's yeah. good for doing that. But I love that, you know, because I hate when you're watching a show and you can predict, oh, that guy is so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. But no, he's not. We don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we have Clint now, right? In the yeah, scene. he goes back to Grills. Basically, this episode sends everyone on their separate ways. Like, Kate does her thing. Clint goes back to Grills' apartment and chills and hides out because he's technically homeless right now. And... I don't know. Was there anything memorable between them other than like a bonding experience? Well, with, when he went to the apartment, his the gentleman said that I've got your new uniform. So did you hear that part? He goes, I got your new suits. Yeah, you but then he didn't put it on. Like we're just waiting for him to do, to don it. Well, you know what's going to happen. They're going <laughs> to put the, it uh, on. The Falcon Winter Soldier effect where yeah. you wait till the last episode. Uh, yeah. It better not see. be like Falcon's outfit. Like that was... Terrible. Really puffy? You mean way, yeah. way too big for him? Based on the promo yeah. art, I think it looks good. Yeah. Oh, we, we did see a little bit of it um, on the trailer when they had him on. But we'll see. All right, what else? We've got... Um, then we had the conversation with Kate and uh, Yelena, right? In the That kitchen? whole scene yes. uh, stole the show for me. Really? I, yeah, I, okay. That was my absolute... Do tell. Like, do, do tell. Well, first of all, like, Yelena's just there cooking macaroni. <laughs> she's so, like, full of herself that she's does nothing's a threat to her. She's like, yeah, I, I, first of all, I didn't break in because I'm too good for that and I don't break things. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I entered your home. And he's like, if I wanted to hurt you, I would have many times by now. And um, she's just talking. She's like, so Kate Bishop. She's like, you keep saying my full name. So you, so... I'm aware that you know who I am. Is it? Like, yes, exactly. That's what I'm doing. Like there was nothing about her that seemed worried. She's just so bold. She's so confident. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm going to tell you the truth and you're going to give me exactly what I want. If you don't, I don't even have to threaten to kill you. I'm just going to use my charm on you and it will be enough. Like, that. <laughs> like I don't know. It I loved it. Right I loved it. It was right up until the end of that whole happy conversation like, I agree. I love this part of the show where, you know, it's all friendly. And then at the end, it's where she let out, like, you know, if you get in my way, you know, I'll kill yeah, you. I <laughs> it's like, it's that's a reminder. It's that perfect mastermind evil villain move where, you know, you're talking nicely to the person, but then there's those soft little subtle threats in there. And I'm just like, Oh, it was, she did it so well, you know? And I think yeah. that's why I love that scene is, you know, you play into it. You think you're being best friends, but then, Oh no, this is someone I do not want to piss off. Just want to go back to the macaroni. <laughs> um, are you macaroni lovers? Yeah. And I have more than one fork when I cook. So <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> well, well, hold that. Hold that. What? 
She's like, do you only have one fork? Like when you have cut, like, like, oh, yeah, only- oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> so when I, I cook it, you were it's- actually eating with two forks. Like, oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I make do it we- for me, for me and Jess. Okay. So like, there's two. But it was funny. She's like, do you seriously only have one fork? Yeah, like, yeah it's just me in here. <laughs> hey, she does make sense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, quick question: Do you add to your macaroni anything, or is it straight up just macaroni? Just macaroni. I don't put hot sauce on like her. No, no oh. hot dogs in there at all. Sometimes, <laughs> like if someone else cooks it and they put like hot dogs, then I'm like, cool. See how 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 great is this food that it comes in a powder packet? I'm sorry, but <laughs> I I'm not a huge fan of KD. I find it flavorless, so I make my own. So oh, you have to um, add to it though. Like I get it. Like I totally get it. People oh, add yeah. like their own amounts so, of salts and butters and. Sometimes they put like a craft single slice on it. Like it's Ew, be- Chris is right. It's nasty. definitely boring. I'm like <laughs> gross. Craft single slices. It's like is this plastic oh, or those, cheese? Baby. But if Don't, you want, doesn't Todd McFarlane use that on his figures? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want, because they're a, so cheesy. <laughs> if you want a really good mac and cheese, I love how we're going from comics to cooking. Uh, <laughs> you get it all here, folks. You get it all here. Um, Add some sour cream into your mac and cheese. Good God, and sir, what are you talking about? Sprinkle it's cheese on it. It's the same thing it. that people tell me with fries and ice cream. It's on the same level. Your oh, sour yeah. cream? Oh, God. Oh, oh. It adds a tanginess and an extra creaminess to the cheese. And then you put shredded <laughs> cheese on top, and then you bake it under the broiler. Ugh. You're going to have to make some for us next time. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay anyways let's get back into our delicious show <laughs> um okay so where are we at now d so this is the part that drew me off because she wasn't hunting clint on her own she's like someone hired me to do this I'm like, but why yeah, okay you established already that you had a vendetta against him and then someone else, uh, I'm going to refer to her as Elaine from Seinfeld forever. Like, sorry, but that's just who she is. Gave <laughs> yeah, her the information what, on him. I don't him. see her anywhere else. Yeah. So it looked like she sent her after Clint. And then this show spins it so someone else entirely does it. Okay. So let me, let me theorize here for a second. Maybe, maybe she's more um, aggressive in her hunt now that somebody has given her a, a hit, like a target. Like said, hey, listen. I know you want um, to come in here and go, Clint, but I need you the job done faster and more brutal. Uh, instead of you questioning him, I want you to kill him. And here's a bunch of money. Do you think this is Kingpin <gasps> trying to get rid of Trying to give Yelena some money to motivate her to kill him instead of just asking him some questions? Well, maybe, but even so, that's still super convenient. Like two separate people are out for Clint. Hey, Kingpin's like, got a lot of money. Why not? Like, a, not even out. affiliated? I don't know. But, like, why would they go from Kingpin to Viper to Yelena and back to Kingpin again? Like, there's no explanation. Like, how are they? How are those three connected? Like, even Eleanor owns the security company. And it says, like, hey, like, we'll get into that, too. But, it, <laughs> like, we're going to speed run because there's nothing in between this. This is all between now and the end is filler, except for this thing or at the end. Yeah. It turns out, like... Her mom hired him. She's like, oh, by the way, I found out who hired me. And she sends the picture. The mom's there. And as Elvin pointed out, Kingpin is there. And they're like, oh, yeah. well, who is this? He's like, that's the guy I was worried about. That's Kingpin. And we're also going to touch up on that, too. Yeah. But 
Well, I mean, we might as well now. So yeah. <laughs> it was theorized that the events of Spider-Man caused the Netflix characters to show up in here. Which was an amazing scene when Matt Murdock came in as a lawyer. We're merging. Okay, so, but, so here, here's the thing, though. This, I'm sorry to cut you off, but um, there, there has been talk about people saying that these are not the same characters from the Netflix universe. They look like them, but they are not the same. There that very well could that, be the case. That's super convenient, and that's a good way to do like, By the way, there's a JJ here as well. He looks exactly like the other one. Doesn't mean it's the same one. Hey, exactly. fair enough. Because Kingpin, um, he's wearing the white suit in Daredevil, but in here he's wearing a white suit with the collar in that's black, I believe, right? And or he looks a lot black. thinner. Like he, it, it looks like they're, okay, you'll do. You have a shaved head. It's like me putting a white <laughs> jacket on Elvin. There, you're Kingpin. Yeah. We'll take a photo. <laughs> that's going to work. But he, we've seen him with the black suit as well. So I, I'm, from he changes clothes. Gathered. It's the same actor yeah, too, well, though. Let's so. hope. Let's hope he does. Yes. Um. Let, but I, from what I've been gathering, that it seems like these are the not the same characters from the Netflix show. They look the part, but they're not. And so what they're doing is they're trying to build their storyline here, saying that yeah, they look like it. And I think the reason why they picked Charlie Cox and I can't remember the gentleman who plays Kingpin, uh, because they were such fan favorites and they're such great actors, and that they want to keep them. Uh, because you don't see the other characters, um, like um, uh, Iron Fist. That guy, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about him, but he just didn't fit the part. Uh, so they don't they don't have him in there. I don't see him, Iron Fist at all in there. And then the other two people, um, my name is the names escape me. The Defenders. Who Jessica are they? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. We don't know where she is. They never mention anything about her. And then okay. Well, I mean, they could all be yeah. doing their own thing too. Like I don't want to. Be that person who's like they they didn't get mentioned, so there's something screwy with them. Like sometimes off yeah, camera, yeah. their world goes on. Like off camera, we don't know what yeah. they're doing. So fair enough. But from from what I gather, these are different characters from that universe. They're not the same, and that makes sense because you know when we get into Spider Man, we'll talk about why that makes sense. Uh, all right. So at the end, you just see that big surprise of Kingpin there, and Hawkeye's like, "Oh my oh, god, I just crossed over. I just realized that." <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait what's happening? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, first time for everything. You're just too excited. I know. <laughs> okay, back to you, D. Sorry. Uh, anyways, let's wrap it up here because we don't want to talk too much about the show because we're not going to talk about every little detail, but we'll just touch on those important things. So. Talking about the picture at the end, that is the big wow factor, right? So yes. what I liked about that is in the uh, <laughs> in the comic, it's her dad who was tied to like criminals, but in this yeah. show, they killed him in favor of the mom being alive. But they kept that part to say like one of her parents is part of the criminal underworld. They're like, okay, cool. They kept that, and it's a nice dynamic. We never really get to see this with like the mom and the daughter. Usually, a father and son. Or the mm -hmm. father is always the bad guy. So we'll see. We'll see if she redeems herself or what her deal is. Like, what is her motives other than money? Like, does she just want to, like, protect her daughter? And she's going to do that trope. She's like, I'm doing this for you. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They have okay. to wrap it up in one episode. So, And that's therein it. lies the problem. Yeah. Right? This is all, all three of us feel the same way. It's like, what? This show is so fast paced. It's 
And I don't mean in a good way. Their shows are fast-paced, are great, but this show is just like too much. Where's way too many characters, not enough, like way too many storylines coming here. I thought this was the, you know, the Hawkeye uh, Kate episode or show, but we got Echo in there. We got Yelena in there. We got. We didn't Kate even touch up on her. We had to skip ahead because we we're going yeah. on. So, but it turned oh, out yeah. like her, her. She finds out her dad was set up basically by kingpin because clint's like so i was there it's kind of convenient your dad was there and no one else was there i think he was set up by the way just to let you know so there's that there's a little yeah. recap there so what do we have like five five people kingpin yelena echo <laughs> eleanor it's like yeah, every it just... time we get a new disney plus marvel show it's like less and less episodes you know if if they can't go back and look at how popular the past uh, shows were, wouldn't you be like, okay, maybe we should add a few more episodes onto this? Like, I just, it boggles my mind that, you know, we have one episode left. Are we going to get into a second season? Well, they did say they're going to mention, uh, do a second season. That That's still up in there. They haven't confirmed it, but there is, uh, they are entertaining that. But, the other thing is, like, do we need an Echo TV show? Because they announced that as well. I wouldn't watch that. I don't really care about her. They and I don't, and we don't mean it in any negative ways. No. I don't find any interest there. No, they haven't played off. They gave us, yeah, a bit of a backstory about her, but it doesn't. The show doesn't give me enough to want to watch an Echo series. Like, there's no on my part. You know, I don't know who the character is and they haven't showed me enough to make me want to watch a series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, maybe they'll hype it up like they always do and make us force us to watch it because they're pretty good at that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know. She's a bad guy who did bad things. And because in her life of crime and her family's life of crime, someone important to her died. Now she has to be that like anti-hero. Like, no, there's no retirement plan in your line of work, unfortunately. <laughs> so, like, I can't really root for you. Like, what am I What am I rooting for you for? Because your criminal dad got murdered? By... <laughs> yeah, and we got to find out how she lost her leg, and I'm sure that's going to be in the series. Yeah. It could be fantastic, like, for all I know. Just mean, mean people. <laughs> no, we're just realists. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm nice, and I root for her. <laughs> All right, let's give it out of 10 here. Uh, I'd give this one a 7. I mean, the only scene I really praised was the Yelena one, so it wasn't a bad episode by any means. It's just, like, a little too fast, and that's... Yeah. Unfortunately, what happens, you lose quality over quantity, and even then, we don't have quantity. Yeah. Chris, what would you give it out of 10? Uh, oh. Um... Say a seven point five. Okay, fair enough. I I'd probably give it a seven as well. Um, I wanted to give it a six point five, but up until all the way to the very end when I see the picture of him, um, that kind of salvaged it and brought it to seven. But yeah, I'm a, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what the last episode brings us, and then we'll kind of give our final conclusion on the whole series. But uh, there's way too many things going on for me. Yeah, hello, look at I just spoiled a movie that we haven't even talked about. Like, 
there's so many different multiverses. That's why I'm so screwed up. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the movie that he screwed up, <laughs> let's get into the probably the biggest movie this year. I would right? say yes. I think so. Yeah. The biggest so. and most anticipated movie and probably a movie that's going to change the landscape of MCU going forward. Right? Because we can mm-hmm. confidently say that. I think so, uh, too. Okay. All right, let's get into the Spider-Man No Way Home. Some Way Home. Work from home, as you guys saw <laughs> earlier. <laughs> All right. Um, so full of spoilers. We're going to give another warning here. So if you have not seen it, please, please, please go watch it and then come back and listen to it because we are going to spoil it for you. All right. Um, so Tom Holland um, is got his third movie here, uh, the trilogy of Spider-Man. It continues right off from where we left off the last Spider-Man, where J. Jonah Jameson is announcing to the world who he is. Uh, he killed Mysterio, blah, blah, blah. And the entire New York area is, you know, looking for Spider-Man. The police are because he is responsible for the death of Mysterio. You see him uh, trying to get um, MJ out of the crowd of mob of people that are trying to basically grab him. One guy actually almost grabbed his leg and then fell off him as he swung around. <laughs> so that was pretty interesting. And then you see him whipping it all the way down to the underground um, train station areas, the tunnel. And, I mean, we're not going to go you know frame by frame here or anything like that, but that's how the movie starts off. It just re- it continues right off from the last movie. Um, what did you guys think of the first, let's say, 20 minutes of the movie here? It was To me, it was a little slow. There was a lot of things that didn't need to happen. What are your thoughts here? Um, it was slow, but I guess I didn't expect anything else. Like otherwise, like yeah, this is it's gonna take a while to get to the good stuff. I I felt that I knew that was gonna happen going in, so I accepted it. Um, does it bother you guys about the MIT stuff? Like I could care less about that, honestly. Well, it helps. It helps show. Nice to, it, I mean, it's nice to mention that, but it's like, do we need to harp on this for like 10 minutes? But I think they, you know, okay, first of all, the first part of the movie, I felt like the way it began, I felt like I missed out on something. Like a lot was happening all at once, but it gave, for me, better context of why Peter would actually go to Doctor Strange for help. You know, we've Mm -hmm. seen the trailer and we're like, Okay, so he just wants to make everyone forget. But seeing it, like the effects and how it's affected all three of their lives, and, you know, even Aunt May and Happy, everyone's pulled in, you know, there's there's better context of why he's going to Doctor Strange for help. So it's better understanding. So I didn't mind it. I just felt like, a lot was going on and it was like, I don't know which way to look. You know, that was just my point of view. Uh, I didn't mind it. It made you realize how important this was to them. I personally, I don't care because I'm a grown man Mm. at this point and I'm stupid and I didn't go to MIT. So I was like, if I can't go, you can't go. But seriously, (laughs) in all reality, this is like, they're, they are kids and this is a big milestone in their life. So that's the most important to the thing to them yeah. at this moment Fair in time. Enough. Yep. 
So they just beat it into the audience's head, like, hey, this is all or nothing. Like, they need this. This is this is everything for them. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so with that, we have um, Peter Parker going to Doctor Strange Sanctum because he's just frustrated because he's ruining his friend's lives and everybody around him. And he feels like desperate times cost for desperate measures. And he's going to go to the one person that he trusts because the other person he trusts is dead, Iron Man. So here he is again going to get some help uh, because of his own doing, he thinks. So he goes to the Sanctum. Uh, he has a chat with Doctor Strange. I just found that whole relationship weird. I don't want to say strange because that's just, I'm just making fun of the character. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like their. The, the chemistry is not there for me. For but the like, I didn't mind that because even Doctor Strange was like this. You could tell he was like off. He's like, okay, like you're here because you helped save the universe. But normally I wouldn't be talking to you. This is like a weird situation for everyone. Yeah. But you're, you're I get it. Like, but and like, I guess, I guess that's what they're going for. They wanted to make it weird as possible. Right? Yeah. Well, but because- I did notice. So I remember originally you hated the trailer because he winked and they made him. They took that stuff they out. They removed. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> so took did it that. Did that make you feel differently now? Like he well, wasn't. It, it's, that made me feel better about him uh, yeah. as being a competent person and realizing the powers that that you shouldn't be messing with. But that also made Han look stupid. Or Wong, Wong. Oh, well, sorry, Wong made him look stupid. He's like, just leave me out of it. But dude, like this, you just said like a second ago that this is gonna be such a you know dangerous thing to mess with, and then you just like leave me out of it. I'm going on vacation. At the like, same time, though, it's just like, because he guilt tripped him too. Like, I was, because in, in the trailer made him look arrogant. Like, don't worry, I got this. Winks. And this, he's like, the kid's being through enough. Like, he died, came back to life, helped fight Thanos, went into space. Like, come on. Like, yeah. This kid's being through enough. So Wong probably was like, fine, whatever. Like, do whatever you want. Like, we've all been there. Like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm out of this. Leave me. <laughs> But, but he's, he's not like, out of it. It affects the whole universe, yeah. right? But he's like the Sorcerer Supreme, so shouldn't he be using, you know, his knowledge and his place of power to say, no, don't do this? But that's the, like, guilt trip part, too, where he's like, I don't want you to do this, but you have a point. This kid's... We've used <laughs> magic for less. So, I guess so. Like, you could tell he was bitter, but... <laughs> Yeah. I get it. Like, I 100% get it. Like, if there's a risk of breaking the universe, then don't do it. But as far as he knows, Doctor Strange says they've been doing it more than once this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and they just don't remember because he used it effectively. So. All right. Okay. So let's kind of fast forward into they go downstairs to this underground basement, uh, a man cave for Doctor Strange, whatever you want to call it. And uh, they do the spell and. Peter's being annoying, he's screwing up the spell, we see the trailer, and then Doctor Strange contains the spell back into it because Peter kind of screwed it up. But what they don't realize is, you know, an explosion happens and the spell got cast in some fashion. Um, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here, but some fashion it was casted and um, Strange is trying to put it together. Does Strange know? That it was casted? I can't remember. You know, he contained it, but he doesn't know, like, excess energy leaked out. Okay, yeah. All right. And that's uh, what bothered me. If if this spell could be mangled with just by talking, 
maybe say that at the beginning because yeah. all Peter was doing was talking. Peter yeah, wasn't even I, casting a spell. This is exactly what the trailer, you know, like I was just like, where's the competence here, right? Yeah. You're such an intelligent character in Infinity and Endgame. And then you become Bobo the Clown here. Like, I don't understand where what happened. Where's the drop off? Like, what? why is he not intelligent and aware? Because you see him in the other two movies and he's so precise. You know, Tony, you got one chance. And if I tell you what it is, it's not going to happen. And then you go from that to, hey, don't talk because the spell. And then, oh, you're talking. Why are you talking? Stop, stop, stop talking. And then kaboom. I just saw, found that whole thing that was weird. I, I, I thought like the point where he's like, no, no one needs to know. And then Doctor Strange says, okay, well, no one's going to know. And not even I'm going to remember. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe Aunt May. Oh, well, maybe so-and-so. And oh, maybe it's just like, can't you just get your crap together and say, these are the three people that I want to still know who I am. And and, and the thing is, Dr. Strange is like, okay, fine. Aunt May will know. Okay, fine. MJ will know. Like, shouldn't you have this conversation before performing such a, just a, you know, a massive uh, spell? Shouldn't yeah. the parameters be set in place first, right? It's it's a, it's a trope that I hate where people act stupid to progress a plot. Like, they couldn't think of another way to make this happen <laughs> with, without them acting stupider than normal. Like, yeah. all of these things are logical. Like, you have a conversation first, then you execute yeah. the plan, and then it works. The end. But then the end of the movie would happen in, like, five minutes. So they had to just <laughs> they had okay, to dumb just, everyone down. Let's just, for logic's sakes, or for fun's sakes, let's just yeah. put that to the side and ignore that. Um, so, okay, so he's on the bridge, uh, Peter. He sees the MIT uh, professor or dean, yeah, counts, whoever, counts, whoever she is. Chancellor. And he's able to convince or talk to her to, you know, give his two friends, Ned and MJ, chance. He's putting them up on a pedestal, saying, forget about me, but at least don't screw them over because of me, right? And I, I thought that was, you know, that was nice because he's sacrificing himself for his two friends because his friends had nothing to do with this, right? They didn't choose to be Spider-Man. It was him that brought him into the fold, brought those two friends into the fold, and they shouldn't uh, be punished for that. So I thought that was nice. And um, that's what Spider-Man's about, right? He's willing to sacrifice his friends and, uh, for himself and for his friends and family to make sure they're safe. So, okay, so we get to that part, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, we see the tentacles, explosion, Doc Ock comes. Did you guys get goosebumps at all? I loved I it, goosebumps. yeah. Just, like, the only thing that would have made it better is if they played the Doc Ock score, like the soundtrack yeah, yeah. from Ooh. Spider-Man 2. But, no, I love I, I love that. I like seeing him fight. The technology is better now to make it look like he's actually moving fast and not on wires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think, Chris, of that whole scene? It was such a great lead into introducing Doc Ock. You know, it's how when was the first movie that we seen him, and to see him now, like that actor did not age. Alpha Merlina. Yes, like did they youth? make him youthful looking but like well they use a de-aging technology oh okay well that explains it but like it was great to see that character because you know the characters that we see are obviously fan favorites and they wouldn't have brought them back if people didn't love them for who they played so it was great seeing that you know it brought me back and i'm thinking to myself i kind of want to go back and watch all the spider-mans again 
you know. Well, I did that prior to watching this movie with my kids. Oh. I went and watched Spider-Man 1 and 2 because I didn't want to care for 3 that much, but we watched 1 and 2 prior to going to watch this, so it was cool because my son wanted to know, you know, who this guy is, and I did tell him that he's from the older Spider-Man trilogy, so we went and watched that to give him some context, uh, a background of where and what this character came from, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of helped him understand, my youngest one, about where Doc Ock's from. But, okay, so we got Doc Ock, uh, who basically, the nanotechnology thing kind of was weird for me. I think they had to add that in there because, you know, if they didn't, and he didn't take the piece of Peter's Spider-Man outfit, how yeah. would they render him useless to be able to yeah. capture him? Yeah, exactly. But it was that, cool. That was yeah, it was funny. It was hilarious. Like how <laughs> he's puppeteering him, right? Yeah. It was so funny. Well, like, it helps me, like, it helps us realize, like, hey, so Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock was brilliant, but the MCU level of brilliant is just leaps and bounds. Like, the power of the sun in your Mm -hmm. hand is an arc reactor. Like, they've they've done this and more at this point. Nanotechnology is nothing. Like, sorry, your tentacles are outdated and obsolete, and he beat (laughs) you because you tried to stab him. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like technology, right? It's CGI levels. It's like so much more advanced than it was 20 years ago. So, yeah, it was cool to see that. And then we have a sinister laugh. right? Out of the clouds, we get the goblin with the little ball, the pumpkin ball, whatever you want to call it, and goes kaboom. What were your thoughts, you guys, when you saw him for the first time? It brought back, like, fond memories. Um, I have things to say about him in general and where I thought the movie was going. So I don't know, okay. but Chris, Chris, take it away. What are you going to say? Oh, yeah, Chris, what are you <laughs> I thought it was the best introduction. I love that, you know, that iconic laugh that you hear and it's, Ooh, the green goblin and just the bomb that rolls in. It's, you already know who it is, but I don't know. There was just something about that scene, you know, what's coming and, it was a bit weird to see him in the original outfit in an updated movie where, you know, we do get the classic looks, but kind of updated to the MCU. It's It was just weird seeing that 20 years and now, you know. That helmet that helmet had to go, right? So. <laughs> but I'm glad and they did. did it. It did immediately. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. Thank God. Um, but I'm glad they did that because, you know, you see he's coming from that time you know it's not if they would have updated his look his costume for this movie it wouldn't have made sense to me you know yeah yeah it wouldn't have worked no. just because of the rules of this spell the rules i say that with quotations because they're freak. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how they work though but yeah all right okay uh so he comes through um I just thought that that and the whole scene of introducing those two guys was awesome. And then what happens? What, so, what do we get after that? This is where we see Doctor Strange uses portal and bring back Otto and Peter back to his like realm, his dungeon. Yeah, is it great? You you got this guy. Like I'm cap- I captured the lizard who I fought with. That would have been an awesome fight to see. You could see he's bloody. Yeah, I would have loved. Maybe that's gonna be a deleted scene. It would have been cool. 
I, I, it sucked. The movie was already long, but I wanted I to see I felt so that sorry for the lizard. He's just sitting in the dark there. Well, that's what he gets. <laughs> Don't attack people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't attack people. And Poor basically, Barney. he's detaining all of you. Like, they explain, like, everyone who knew Spider-Man's identity leaked over to here. Um, it doesn't explain at what point in time they leaked over. So apparently, it's just a free-for-all where they've just been plucked from different points of... Um, it's randomness. Yeah. And Maybe some of it still needs. doesn't make sense because Electro never knew who he was. Like, at all. You mean um, the other Peter? Yeah, they, they, he didn't unmask in front of him. So, oh, yeah, once again, true. once again, it's just rules that... Magic rules, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to, to party man. pooper D. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> kind of have to you kind of have to after a certain point halfway mark you kind of have to go with it <laughs> alright so um, let's get into some of the bigger parts of the movie so these guys are now uh, being you know Peter's told by Doctor Strange that we need to capture these guys he gives them this, this device to portal them back right on his wrist mm -hmm. to put people back in the portal uh, and then he's like, I needed my team with me. So Ned and MJ are introduced, much to the chagrin of Doctor Strange, especially when he says, let's Scooby-Doo this shit, right? <laughs> I thought it was funny to mention that, Scooby-Doo this shit. <laughs> um, so what happens after this? So they got like a mark on two other escapees. Uh, they mention in passing that they spotted one at an army base. And it turned out to be Norman. Like he just went out there and single-handedly pummeled everyone. I wish I got to see that too. But know, you also right? learned that the black suit is nothing more than the suit inside out. Um, yeah. I think they changed that last minute because a lot of the art and even the figures have like a glowing magical spider emblem, emblem like a Doctor Strange, like, you know, his, mm. his sigil. So yeah. I think it was originally supposed to be like, hey, I magicked your entire suit. Here's a magic gauntlet. And now it's black and gold because those oh, are the magic colors. Right. But they didn't have time to explain that. So they're like, oh, we're just going to turn your suit inside out. It's black now. Because I just really picked the... up on that. <laughs> and then, right. yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you like, it's like capturing Pokemon at this part. And I like that. Like, it reminded me of a video game. Go to this area, fight a boss capture him bring him back that's the that's the rules of this movie and that's what they're doing that whole scene with the going to find electro in the in the middle of nowhere that thought was pretty cool and that also explains how he gets there because without buildings where is he going to swing through from trees yeah. was he tarzan right so it was nice that they give him the portal that explains how he gets there i thought the introduction to electro was cool it was creepy it was dark yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, he shows up, right? That's awesome, I think. I don't know how you guys felt about that. I liked it. I liked it because um, when he does his first initial like shot, it played part of the song as well. Like I like the music from their movies. And I'm glad like some of it came over to this one. Yeah. And they did a twofer and introduced Sandman here. And if you recall, Sandman and his Peter left on sort of good terms. So this one actually came to his aid, and I didn't mind that. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I, I love that, because it harks back all the way to an old movie where he still, you know, all this time, still 
you know, has that soft spot for Spider-Man. But yeah. I have an issue with going through the movie. Uh, I don't know if I should talk about it. Yeah, it was kind of cool that, you know, he helped them out. Should I just talk about it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so realizing that they left off on a good note, he was so easily persuade, persuaded to turn against them. Like, yeah, it, it was just like, okay, was it just a small smidge of trust that you had for Peter Parker and then you just lost that over a speech? Like, I thought that was kind of crappy. And was it Jamie Foxx that convinced him? Not uh, even, like, no one convinced them because even Jamie's like, hey, by the way. So the contingency is if Doctor Strange pushes this button on the box, they all go back home. Yeah. Yeah. But then. Um, so let's yeah, talk about the- that. Let, let, let's talk about that. So here we have Doctor Strange who has found the solution to remedy all this, right? Here's Peter saying, no, I don't want them to die because they are deserving of a second chance. And Doctor Strange is like, no, you don't get to decide that. They are supposed to die in the universe. I thought, I'm on side of Doctor Strange. Because I don't want to mess with the universe because it can mess with you back. Right? It could have massive ramifications. So he's trying to put it back together the way it should be. And then you have Peter here saying, no, let's give these people a second chance and change reality in the universe. What what side are you guys on here? Uh, I'm in the same as, well, butterfly effects. So some of these fights need to happen where crucial moments in those other Spider-Man's lives happen. Mm-hmm. If yeah. if Dr. Octopus didn't kidnap Mary Jane, he would have never unmasked in front of her and she wouldn't have realized they were one in the same and fall in love and blah, 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 blah. So, like, what is it? Like, he, you're you're ruining other people's <laughs> lives by, like, not letting it, yeah. nature take its course sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It, oh, what do you think, Chris? It's such a tough uh, situation to be in and to have to make that decision. From the point of view is when he helped Dr. Octavia with that piece that he put on his neck to kind of take back his mind to be able to fully control the tentacles, you know, maybe he wouldn't have been such a bad person. But, you know, it's just... To what level is that actually going to help him? Is he still going to be evil when he goes back and wants a... No, of course not. He's going to be a good guy, right? Yeah, which so that, we that's did what, see. To Dee's point, that changes the whole landscape of Spider-Man too. then. Yeah. It, it, it's so hard. And where, it, where, where, do, where do they go back? Because they left the moment they died. So is he going to go back to that moment in time now? <laughs> but well, good? Just, just before the nuclear explosion. <laughs> like, do they just dump him back into the river? He's like, I'm a good guy oh, now. Boom. boom. Well, guys. So but I don't know. This time. Oh, my God. Aunt May, do you eat squid? Octopus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, there was and, some good. And we know our fr- friend D loves time traveling so much, right? Oh, man. I mean. I I was thinking about D when I saw all this transpiring and how Doctor Strange is trying to tell Peter, no, we need to keep things back the way it is. And he's like, no, 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 we're going to save everybody's lives. And I'm like, yeah, my friend D's probably rolling his eyeballs right now going, you idiot. You don't know nothing about time traveling. <laughs> well, that and like, so this is basically a kill switch and they have this box. And Peter's like, don't push this button unless I signal you. 
And there's a part in the movie where I'm like, this is a signal if I've ever seen one and no button pushed. I'm like, what, what more do you need to see? <laughs> well, also not time traveling. I'm talking about not just time traveling, but also vasting through multiverse, right? Yeah, so time and space. Yeah, time and space. This is even more complex than just time traveling. You're going through multiverses. So you have massive ramifications when you change things in one universe uh, or it could change things in other universes too. It could just have be a massive uh, domino effect, right? So, all right. So Peter gets into a fight with Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange is like, this is why I don't have kids. I love right? that just, scene. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't have kids. And I'm like, yep, he's smart. I should have listened to Dr. Strange. <laughs> um, so... You know, the little fight transpires between the two of them, and it gives you that, um, what was that movie that um, I watched a while back where the guy had a little top, spinning top? Oh. Um, Inception? Yeah. Inception. It was Inception, you got that vibe? right? Basically. Yeah. Well, I got, it was I got cool. The Inception. So yeah, you, very you, liked, cool, you yes. enjoyed it? Yeah, I loved it, actually. I loved the whole, everything caving in on itself, the buildings and everything. I like the It also the, reminded um, me, it reminded me when punch. he was falling. It reminded me uh, when he was falling, like uh, what Miles was going through, right? Oh yeah, little, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It gave me that little effect, and then yes, the the huge punch where he sends his celestial body out of his. Uh, oh, his so good. Well, what was body. cool about that is like you got to see Spider Sense full force, and because his body was just left without a brain, it was acting. <laughs> yeah, is acting naturally like. <laughs> He's his own worst enemy. He's his own limitation because he overthinks things. So without him thinking, his body just like avoided it. And you can still like, I don't know if you could see it, but you saw the spider sense lines. That's so cool. It was, uh-huh. it was kind of translucent, but it looked cool. That was my problem with Spider-Man in 1 and 2 and all the other movies because he never got the chance to do the spidey sense, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't show much. I mean, oh, we saw the hair raising up in Infinity War, but during the other movies, we never really got too much of the spider sense i think in this movie they really wanted to make you understand that it's there it's present and we're going to continue showing you more spidey sense because that's that's most most of the time when he fights that's how it is he has to see all right this audience need to see that spidey sense happen yeah right so they're really trying to push that in there which was um appreciated so okay so they get the little battle and um so what happens here peter wins the battle he he tra- he traps him he he traps him in the uh, mirror. What's it called? Mirrorverse? Yeah. That's, one, that's one, a... one mistake after another with this guy. <laughs> like, Peter, you... you... That's, and that's, that's <laughs> like a level of torture. Like, you don't know how this realm works. You don't know what happens when he's in there. But you just leave him in there. Dude, this is your friend that you went to war with. I mean, what if this guy dies? Do you not have any remorse for him, but you have remorse for random strangers? Like, I don't understand that. But, right? but even in Infinity War, there was no real dialogue between those two characters. So I guess that's why there seemed to be a disconnect when Peter first went to Doctor Strange. Yeah, they were in the same battle together, but there was no character building between the two. So, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was yeah he, awkward at they- first. It is awkward, but the thing is, like, do you? Why do you want to leave your friend or some hero that you know that saved the world with you in this dimension where they could possibly go insane and kill themselves? Well, he's right? got like the ring like, thing; he can bring it back. The ring thing. 
<laughs> anyway, so um, let's forward a little bit here. So we have Ned who gets this um, what do you call it? A brass knuckle, magical brass knuckles, ring, the sling ring, <laughs> <laughs> ring fling thing, whatever you want. It. And he's playing around with it. And all of a sudden, he opens a portal, and he sees, you know, Spider Man in the alley. <laughs> and then this is spoiler warning again for anybody who's listening and hasn't watched the movie. This is where it changes things in a massive way. So who wants to take this one? The other one could take the other. Okay. Well, I'll take it, I guess. I already started talking. We knew this was coming. <laughs> um, it was still kind of up on the air, but everyone knew. And Andrew Garfield comes out in his costume and the uh, audience lost their mind. I loved oh, it. I, that's... It was crazy. In, in, in the theater where we were, it was so quiet. It was like eerily quiet. And all of a sudden when he comes in, everyone's like, <gasps> Oh, there were people like clapping. I, was, I think some lady was crying. My wife was telling me. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Pretty, yeah, it, was it was Elvin. Crazy. No, it was not me. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, before we kind of get into this, we did we forgot about our friend Charlie Cox in the movie. We hyped him Oh, up. yeah, that was a nice uh, little introduction as well. The lo- the lawyer, Chris? You yeah. Know? Yes. Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> now we're on the uh, topic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, now we're back. So, yeah, Charlie Cox, you know, stopping that brick, and he's like, how did you do that? Um, that was pretty cool. I liked it. That's I'm a good lawyer. to me. That's how you introduce like things like that. You don't put it on internet movie database, like Charlie Cox scene on set, blah, blah, like just put him in the movie and don't tell anyone like that yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. Like I didn't need to know that three months beforehand. Cause I yeah. appreciated it more now. Like when he was there, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness gracious, my heart. <laughs> goodness gracious. It's like, I need a moment. I didn't even like freak out or anything. I'm just like, I need a moment. Everyone just be quiet. <laughs> Let me process this, please. Uh, but that is that is a different Daredevil than we saw on Netflix, just to be clear. That's no, what I've been... No, like it's the same person playing and everything, but it's supposed to be a different Daredevil. I, we don't know that, though. Me, like, we I'm don't sorry. know that officially. <laughs> let's, put, let's, put, let's put a little wager on, shall we? It's, <laughs> it's actually Mephisto. No. <laughs> Damn it! You're ruining my lines here. <laughs> I don't. Take I don't it. even think the smart, th- the smartest thing they could do is just not say anything. Like you're like, this is Daredevil. Anyways, moving on. Like, uh, like they don't. They don't have to say anything at this point. People are just happy he's there. And yeah. I don't know if they. I don't know if they will. I don't know. Do you think they'll? Do you think they'll? They'll talk well, about I it. This, I think if it changes, like if you don't see Jessica Jones, you don't see all the other characters come into the universe then obviously this is a different Daredevil because where do you explain the disappearance of all these people? Well, they weren't necessarily friends. They were just caught up in a situation together. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if they're entirely... If they don't mention them at all or recast Like, especially, them, especially Daredevil. It. Daredevil wasn't their friend. Like, he didn't even like Jessica Jones. So, I don't know. It's just... It's just... Okay, let, let's just forget about Jessica Jones. What about Iron Fist? Let's say Iron Fist shows up in the Shang-Chi movie. It's no. a whole new character. You don't think so? <laughs> I, I just jumped to it because no one likes that Danny Rand. No, um, no, no, I'm not talking about it. I'm like, well, what I'm saying is, well, let's say the character gets introduced, but it's a different actor playing it. Okay. Doesn't that mean that, that this universe is different right off the bat then? Not necessarily, because in the 90s, we got introduced to actors all the time and none of us batted an eye. Yeah, but that was mm. the 90s. I know, but that see how, <laughs> how the world's changed, man. Just as soon as they recast someone, like they have to like change the entire universe just because they recasted someone. <laughs> See, okay. I think, 
time will tell. Time will yeah. tell if this is the same characters from the Netflix or they're just the same actors playing the same roles, but in a different universe. Right? I think it's a smart move, though, on Sony MCU because, you know, for people who don't know the Netflix Daredevil, it's an intro introduction to a character that's new to them they're like oh who is this without giving too much away because if they were to introduce jessica jones and you know uh iron fist you know we're already getting a huge cast of people in this movie like on some point i felt it was too much but you know if they would have introduced even like the shortest cameo it's just uh too much of a good thing is not yeah good you know what i mean so i thought they were smart about it and we'll see what happens down the road i'm fine with them saying nothing at all like they could just be like here's daredevil yeah yeah like yeah all right okay so let's get back to andrew garfield but the reason the reason they pulled andrew in is because peter got into that huge brawl at the apartment happy's apartment and just destroyed it and we skipped ahead to why like why he isolated himself unfortunately may ends up dying but we learn that in this universe so this answers everyone's question if there was a ben parker he wasn't as close to peter as we thought and that's probably why peter never brought him up once because all the important stuff he would have learned from ben he learned from may in the final moments of her life even the 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 iconic line so Uh Yeah, I had an issue with that. Did you? Really? Okay. What? I had an issue with that. Because here's the thing. Aunt May and Uncle Ben both have their importance to him, right? Uncle Ben is the person that died but left a line that resonates with him as who he is. But Aunt May, I think, in my opinion, is far more important character as Aunt May. Like, she's the one that nurtures him. She's the mother of him now, right? Because she, he doesn't have a mother. So, and then Aunt May is basically the one that's always, you know, trying to keep the house, you know, to, in order to, like, pay the bills, provide him food, clothing, whatever it is. Aunt May is the glue that kind of keeps him centered as Peter Parker. And I think when they, I understand what they're doing. They're putting the two characters into one and making the ultimate Aunt May, if you want to call it. I, I would have loved to see her, when, when she said that line, I would have loved to see her say, you know, you're... Your uncle had a line, you know, that I think, you know, something like that would have been nicer, in my opinion. Like, your uncle had a line, and it was like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, uh, Peter. And I think that would have been such a cool nod to uh, Uncle Ben, because how do you not have Uncle Ben? Well, at this point, like, yeah, I just, I accepted it now. Like, this is the universe they're doing. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm not, I don't have a huge problem with it, but I just think it would have been nice to have a little nod. You know, I thought that's what they were nod. going for. Because like but, when yeah. she said it, I thought he was going to nod because he realized that's what Ben used to say. But no, that's I was wrong. Like, okay, yeah. fair enough. Like, <laughs> isn't that what <laughs> kind of separates the universes? You know, they're bringing the Spider-Mans from different multiverses, you know, in each one. You know, it was smart that, you know, for Andrew Garfield, it was Gwen Stacy and then for the original spider-man it was his uncle but in this one uh it was his actual aunt may you know it's they i thought andrew garfield had uncle ben as well he did and that bothered me in the scene later i'm going to tell you why that bothered me like throughout this whole 
introduction, it bothered me what they how they how they were. I love some things, and oh. some other things bothered me. Okay, but anyways, that whole scene when she dies, it's just like no. I actually yeah. teared up a little bit because, like, I was. Does it make you expecting... think she's alive still? <laughs> I know. I'm like, screw you, MCU. I was like, oh, thank God, she's <laughs> she made it. She made it through. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, no. That fight was intense, though. Oh, it yes. definitely made me appreciate Green Goblin more, like as a threat. Because in mm-hmm. the old movie, they were fighting and they were just like floating around on wires and their punches they were punches oh, D, but i didn't feel any weight to have them. the technology d i didn't <laughs> feel the weight stop poo-pooing on older movies no no i'm not but just the fight it was just like a punch and then your turn to punch me and then your turn to punch me and then we'll just do this back and forth and this they were like brutal like he jumped on his like collarbone and just like slammed him um green goblin pile drives him through the floor that's how strong he was like that he was, was just, just was he could insane. single-handedly just destroy a tower with his bare hands if he wanted like these these two are super human and it's nice to see them go all out so that was a cool fight all right so aunt may passed away i didn't mean to make that rhyme we also get another addition to our family we get who chris toby mcguire Oh, my man, the original. And honestly, if he was the way he was in this movie, in the original, I probably would have loved him more in part three. (laughs) But he you don't like the dancing or the clapping of the hands? See, it was that is probably the one of the most awkward scenes in a movie. It's just the hips don't lie. I, I'm surprised they didn't play off that and like kind of throw it in there when he shows. Oh, whatever! Awesome oh. if they did that. <laughs> but they had no. too much. They had too much to cover. Like you could tell, like yeah. they were trying to like sprinkle in, acknowledging certain things about the other movies. Oh, it it was honestly great to see what we loved about Marvel movies in the past brought into what we really love now and seeing the Marvel movies for how they really should be and the graphics. And, you know, it's seeing these three Spider-Mans together. I'm like, I want to see more, you know? So since we're on the topic of uh, Chris basically saying he noticed the difference between the year 2001, I don't even remember when it came out. And now it was a while. It was a while. (laughs) I don't know. I don't (laughs) want to show my age here. I feel, I feel bad (laughs) just thinking about it. But just using string puppets. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when Toy Story came out and it was like the 15th anniversary. I'm like, what the hell? Like, seriously? And that was like 10 years ago, you guys. Yeah. Oh, that's such a, I get goosebumps. But seeing, seeing William Defoe now without the goblin mask, it was just his face. I really appreciate what he did. Like he brought it hard. His laughing, like in the apartment fight. Um, he was brutal. Like just his stride, his mannerisms when he was Norman versus when he was the Green Goblin. I can't even tell where one end and one begin. It could have just been him the whole way through. And that's just how conniving he is and just manipulative. Because he worked his way in and basically played to Peter's naivete. Like he's just like, Peter, help me, please. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm a sick man. And then when the fighting started, he had his sneer 
and Jim Carrey levels of like face contortion. <laughs> like, it was just oh, oh, it's funny you say that because I felt that Jim Carrey esque in him. Yeah, when he started, you know, getting his grin out wide open, right, the jaw. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey esque. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. And I don't want to like. Is it, sa- is, is it safe to say that both Alfred Molina and uh, William Defoe brought the heat? These they are did. seasoned veteran actors. They did. I right? I think so. And I think they and had they fun with it. they brought the heat. They had fun oh. with it. They understood the role. Like, you know how you could tell, like, some big A-lister actors yeah. are like, okay, I signed this, so here I am. I'm just doing it. Give me my check. No, they, like, embodied the character yeah. <laughs> to did the point almost... where... Oh, sorry. They go almost went, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you finish. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, when, when Norman was trying to be his sweet, charming self, he didn't look like a monstrous green goblin type like he, he has that face that's sinister but he can also be charming and that's yeah. what i really or, liked about or, or vulnerable yeah Very vulnerable, I, I believed right? it i believed it when he was trying to be vulnerable yeah the cool thing that i loved about getting to see all these actors again is you know when you do something and you think to yourself oh i could have done it better and i wish i could have well this was their chance and there was it was almost like what they brought us in the past was amped up this time. It's just, you love them even more, even though they're villains. I love that they got that second chance for an updated movie, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean the same can also be said about both Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield as well. Right. Mm-hmm. They could have, they could have just took this big paycheck and kind of mailed it in because, you know, T- uh, Toby Maguire had no desire to be part of any more Spider-Man movies. He's made his money. He doesn't care. And Andrew Garfield, he's doing well for himself. He's got roles. He can always get roles if he wants to. But they also said, you know, let's embrace this. Let's do a great job. Especially, I think, Andrew Garfield. I, I really thought he did a great job in this uh, in this movie. I loved how he was comedic in there right off the get-go, especially when he's trying to prove to and uh, Ned and MJ are out of the bat that he is Spider-Man by climbing the wall, <laughs> right? Uh, I just thought that he really did a great job uh, bringing it. Even though he got, out of the three of the three Spider-Mans that we've had, he got the short change out of all of them because to- Toby's got his trilogy, Holland's got his trilogy, this guy got only two, and but he still was great. I, I think I he channeled that energy. Him. He channeled. Yeah. He was like self-loathing. Like he's like, oh, I'm so lame. You guys fought some cool bad guys. <laughs> like he he could have been a better actor, yeah. saying that I got shorted out of these guys. I got shifted, you know, shorted uh, a chance to get a trilogy. But he wasn't like that. You didn't see any of that. You saw him really yeah. working towards doing a great job for this movie and boosting Tom Holland in the movie. All of that stuff. You saw him do a great job, and I, you know, I applaud. Uh, a person like him for doing that. And it's funny because the internet's all a buzz now. They want uh, him to get a trilogy now. They want him to get his third oh, movie. No way. <laughs> uh, well, it won't be called No Way. Come on, we already used that title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the internet's like, give this man a. Tr-. You know what? I wouldn't mind a Disney Plus movie. Right? Or Venom, or Venom still Dis- needs Venom still needs his. his uh, is Spider-Man. But does yeah, he I, I, does he really unless, unless they're just gonna okay, continue okay, let me ask put... you something. Let me let me ask you something right here. Would you be okay with the Disney Plus movie? Not a theater movie, just a Disney Plus movie, just to give him his third movie. If I don't know, because the for... budget's lacking sometimes. 
Okay, well, let's just put budget. Look at this guy. I need no. I I don't want (laughs) specifics here. Yeah, no. I want if they did it right. Like you know how they're like, oh, this can work because it's Spider Man. Don't worry. We're we're just take these scraps and just make a Spider Man thing. I've seen that before and it's gross (laughs) and it's kind of shameful and it's pandering to like. What what about an animated version? No, it'd have to be a movie. And if it was a Disney Plus, it would just be available on Disney Plus with a Sony budget. It's gonna be crap. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> assume, okay, let's let's hypothetical. They got the budget they deserve. Yeah, I'd be I'd be into it. I don't see yeah. why I wouldn't. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's yeah. fun to theorize. This. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's almost like um, fantasy football. It's like, oh, okay, Spider Man's coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it it was just nice to get these guys, uh, these seasoned veteran actors in there. Um, I was surprised how they balanced all these characters and actors in the movie because there's so many people, so many things going on, right? You know, you got you, everyone forgets that Doctor Strange is still part of this movie yeah. too, right? Like, <laughs> there's so many big A-list actors in this movie and it's great to see them balance it at some points. Um, I think the disappearance of Doctor Strange really helped. Even though I didn't like the way he was made to disappear in the movie, it kind of helped because having him in there as well would have just made it really more complex. Uh, so, you know, having him not there, I think kind of gave a little break between all these crazy actors that are all over the place. One guy that I thought was sort of lost in the mix was Jamie Foxx and also the lizard guy. I can't yeah. remember who the actor was, but they just didn't feel right in that movie. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, when it comes to Electro, so my thing with him, <laughs> it's too funny. So there's this there's this trope where the nerdy, bumbling fool gets powers and they become this like sleek, stylish, like having Uma Thurman and Batman. She was this nerdy fool. Then she became Poison Ivy. Same with Jim Carrey and the Riddler, blah, blah, blah. And he, he had a comb over. And then in this, he came back and he's all muscly. And he was talking yeah. with style. He was basically yeah, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, swagger. Yeah, swagger. <laughs> yeah. I like, where did you learn to talk like that? Like, at what point? And he was electrified. It's 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 fine, obviously. Like, um, but what is your motive here? Like, you want to be a god, and sometimes you're sympathetic, but other times you're just a jerk. Like you. <laughs> I don't know what to like. You're just there. You're there causing problems. It, it, it goes to show you that why. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man didn't get a third movie, right? Because his his enemies in his movies were not great. Look at Tobey Maguire's two enemies, right? They're fantastic. Yeah. So that's why he had that trilogy, even though the third one was not great, but he still got that third movie. With Andrew, it wasn't him. It wasn't the Spider-Man storyline as much. It was just the enemies that he was presented with were so weak. Mm-hmm. They weren't that great. I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. I, I feel like Electro was trying to, like his actual manager in real life has said, I'll do it, but I have to feel like I'm stealing the show. It felt like he was trying to steal the movie, like he was trying to get all the scenes and try to be the most powerful one of them all. I didn't care for yeah. that. And, you yeah. know, I thought I'm not a huge fan of him as an actor. Um He's also a singer. I don't know if he does Broadway, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> he does everything. Anyways, I just, I didn't like the feeling of him trying to steal the movie because that's what it felt like to me. I don't know if anyone else felt like that, but you know, it's, I thought 
they brought that balance right back to, you know, there's six of them and not just him. Yeah. Mm. He was kind of cocky. Uh, if they, yeah. if they played it more like Max, who was scared and he's like, I don't want to hurt anyone, but they keep like shooting me and I don't know what to do because everyone's attacking me and he lashed out. Here, he's just being a cocky jerk. He's going out of his way to, to pick fights. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, I, I want you to lose. Like, I don't, I'm waiting for you to lose, basically. I don't <laughs> care if you get cured or not. And even when, let's spoilers, as we already know, he got cured and Andrew shakes his like, Max, you're back. Like, this guy's a sociopath. He was trying to kill everyone. Don't. <laughs> Why are you being so nice you to him? <laughs> yeah. Now that you can't hurt me, let's just be buddy, buddy. Let's just have a heart to heart. Okay. Well, uh, of the all the enemies that we had, we had five enemies. Which is the least important you thought was to the movie? Lizard. Lizard, right? I agree with you on that. I I forget Sandman. I keep forgetting him. I forgot he was there but, too. Yeah, I keep forgetting him. Do you think they should have just had four instead of five? Like one of them needed to go, maybe, right? Well, Sandman. Was Sandman was Sandman really that important in here? Him, him being there was weird because he wanted to go home. But he proactively tried to stop Peter from like pushing. The, he's like, give me the box. Like, why? Why do you care? If he has the box, you're going home. Like, what is your problem? Like, help him. Yeah, I don't understand. Help him help yeah. you. No matter which <laughs> way you're going home. Well, like, don't help Electro because he tried to destroy the box. <laughs> but, oh, my God. So obviously try to stop him. He, he clearly announced. He's like, sorry, Sandman, I'm going to break this thing. Okay, there's your enemy. Attack him again. But no. Yeah. They really made a lizard feel like a background character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like he wasn't there, but he was there. He had no relevance at all in that movie. Yeah, even in the uh, the apartment scene, he waited in the truck, and then during yeah. the fight with uh, Green Goblin and Spider Man, he's just he stuck to the outside of the building, and his one purpose was to like hit Peter back inside. Like he was literally <laughs> a background character. Yeah, <laughs> just to do. There's, there's no need to even yeah. have this character at all in that movie. Uh, I I guess they did it just so. Andrew would have his yeah. share of enemies in the movie. But, you know, that tells you everything right there, how weak his enemies were. Okay, let's get into um, the, you know, the fights. The, so the ba- battle, you know, we want to jump right into the actual big scene, right? Mm-hmm. Where, they're, where they're battling. Um, highlights. What are the, some of the things you loved about that fight era scene? Uh, I loved how they were sloppy at first. And then they had to like teamwork, right? Yeah, it's like I was part I of like the that. Avengers. He's like, oh, that's fantastic. What is that? What the, the, that was so Who's cool. That? Was like, is that a band? Is that a band? Are you in a band? Do, do you think it's a missed? Do you think it's a missed opportunity for them to maybe drop a name? No. Mm. Like, would have been cool, Toby. Like, Avengers. Well, what? What is, is it like? The X Men that I have. Like, oh. how cool would have that been? <laughs> like him just dropping oh, what some you mean. random yeah, if, team. If they right? did that, yeah. Like, oh, is it like the X Force in my in my universe? What, you know, like something like that would have been. I would have said. I noticed the they uh they didn't do that very much. So they big. Oh, I learned this from my Uncle Ben. I learned it from my Uncle Ben too. Like they acknowledged they both had Uncle Bens. Yeah, yeah, you were gonna get into that. Yeah, exactly. But when Toby's like my best friend tried to kill me, I expected Andrew to be like, oh yeah, me too. Sometimes they acknowledged the similarities, and other times they didn't, which is okay. Screen yeah. time and all that. It's just weird. But in regards to the fight, that scene stood out. Basically any, it was just one big rush. I can't even pick one. I didn't, I think when it got to Electro, that was the weakest part because he just basically swatted them away or kept them at bay or levitated and they kept them in the air. 
but when they got time when they got like screen time to show off their acrobatics and yeah i i i like the the highlight for me was when they all swung around and all had their own iconic pose yeah on 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 a ledge you know, we had Toby with his pose, and then Tom Holland with his, and then Andrew Garfield. I thought that was really cool. I would kill for a poster like that. Oh, you know I there's going to be some. I'm surprised. But next month, you'll see them all in Walmarts. And- 100%. 100%. <laughs> That's just... The- <laughs> Hasbro is already working on a three-pack. I'm telling you right now. They're already working on a three-pack. Or they <sighs> might just make it like a, a, a single pack and have different versions of it come out like five times, and then we'll buy them all well i'll buy them all Mm -hmm. or do what they did with the avengers uh infinity or endgame where you got a two-pack with hawkeye and widow but then you had to buy that two-pack constantly so you can put the swapped heads on there to make them look like they're all wearing the arm the time travel the quantum suits yeah the quantum suits (laughs) i'm like yeah it wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if they did do that i would be down for a toby mcguire spider-man figure i used to i had Pretty much all of them when the movie came out. That's yeah, the Goblin, everybody. Um, I still have the street lights. I think the uh, the street um, poles, the light poles. Yeah, I still have those somewhere. But uh, yeah, I know. I, I know they're gonna make a three pack. They have to, right? It could be ridiculous not to. That's just money being wasted here if we don't do it. It's uh, ready to go, and uh, I probably buy two of those minimum. All right. Um, what else do we want to talk about here? You know what was about... in the fight scene that everyone was going off about on uh, social was the scene where Spider-Man got kicked by an invisible force. No, the the lizard got. Oh, kicked. that was that Punched. was there. That was there. Once the yeah, once it came yeah. to that scene, uh, yeah. I guess Andrew oh. kicked him in the head. Yeah. Oh. Because okay. the scene where they're all charging each other, lizard's head yeah. just drops down. They're like, "What is that? Why did he do that?" But now all the. Th- Two other Spider-Man were in the scene. In the trailer, they weren't. Oh, okay. Did that person who uh, didn't do the job get fired for releasing <laughs> that trailer? <laughs> that person came very close to getting fired, right? Because yeah. it only came out in the Brazil trailer. It didn't come on the North American one. So I guess they caught it before it went out. He also didn't Listen. edit the um, Andrew Garfield's glove when he's catching MJ. Yes. When he's reaching <laughs> for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the internet is a smart bunch yeah. of people here we'll catch everything that's uh non-relevant to a world right <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah okay so big scene fight scene uh we have you know the ending is coming near here where we have dr strange come back and he's like you know the world is cracking the universe is breaking shattering that effect that you see around the statue of liberty by the way statue of liberty with the shield awesome i yeah. liked it that was pretty cool. Uh, nice to see a, a, an homage to Captain America. Um, so we see this crack of going around on the on the planet, and it's like the universe is... Does that remind you of What If? Does it not remind you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Just that effect in general is showing a lot. Yeah, exactly. It gave me that What If uh, vibes. And he's trying to put this all together. Did you happen to see some of the... Yeah, so uh, just, Rhino, Craven, Scorpion's Tail... It, oh wow! You see all of that? I wow. saw all of that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, how many times it, did you watch this movie? <laughs> I just just focused on like what's happening in there because he's like, oh look at all those bodies, and I was like, I saw Rhino's horn definitely and his big physique. That's crazy. Um, 
Craven with his staff, his spear. I saw that, and yeah, there was like that. a yeah, lion, a lion roar at the same time. I only, I only really noticed those three. So was it the rhino that was uh, the Not mechanical the mech. rhino? No, it was oh, an actual God. like, like oh, thank God. he looked like he should have. <laughs> uh, it's funny, Andrew did mention that in the movie, right? Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you guys, the enemies are so cool." I fought a guy in a robot rhino suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a diss. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. I love the that. self-loathing <laughs> and these Spider-Man one, one, two. Is like, I guess me, I'm Spider-Man three, and he's just like so like <laughs> down, but also. Admitting he sucks, a cigar. Yeah, no, he doesn't suck. He doesn't I, suck. I, I, I don't. Got, I'm not saying he sucks. It's just he yeah. played off that. I I just think that he was, I don't know. He was great as Spider Man with the mask on because mm-hmm. he's got that lankiness that I like of to see Peter Parker as. But he's just too cool when you take the mask off. He just he's the perfect teenager. Right? I mean, he, I felt, he's, got, he's got the looks. I was talking to um, Andrew about this from Metropolis. He he viewed it with you yeah. guys at your show. He kind of like, if they gave him glasses or something, I know that's a stereotype, but he was already kind of tripping over his words when it came to Gwen. I'm like, no way this guy's cool. Cause he forgot his own name when he was talking to her. He didn't know how to act in front of her. Like he was nerdy, but some people didn't find it believable. So I don't know if that's the script. It's the looks. It's the, it's looks. the looks. That's it. They they should have really worked on his hair. Like got the hair down to a nerdy look. Mm. Um, looked, know, it shouldn't be held up with mousse and hairspray. He looked right? too much like Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> like That's probably why they did it, because at that time, well, that group name was big. And, you know, it's for me, it was weird seeing him with such big hair like that. It's like, oh, my God, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> and glasses always make you look like a scientist or a smart person, right? It's just the way we think and perceive people with glasses. It's hard. Ideas. It's hard because we need a reason why he would be an outcast. So sometimes it's not even about looks. Because I've I've met up with people I went to high school with who were outcasts, and looking back, but, like but, there was no reason that he they should have been. Like they were perfectly. Well, give him a sweater. Give him a give him a bad haircut. <laughs> yeah. Give him a glasses. There you go. Done. Right. Give him a sweater with the collar popping out of it. You know, dress him down or dress him nerdy, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. I don't know what nerdy is these days, but exactly that's it. that's hard too because this is a modernized version. Yeah. Um, when it comes to comics, depending on the writer, there was different reasons why he was an outcast. And the like early, early ones, like Amazing Fantasy, he was a he was kind of a jerk. Like the only reason f- people bullied him is because he acted better than they did. Like he mm, okay. he wasn't he wasn't timid. Like he. He wouldn't, he would fight back. Like he was mouthy. He was a mouthy, angry kid. And that was part of the lesson he had to learn. He had to learn how to be humble. This wasn't a case of I'm, I'm a good guy. And I took, I made one mistake. And because of that one mistake, my uncle Ben got killed. No, he was a jerk. And the original story was a jerk got what was coming to him, unfortunately. So So like Flash Thompson-esque. Yeah. He's just like. I don't want to go to that, and you guys wouldn't understand what I'm going to go do. Like he's like, I'm going to this science fair, but I don't expect you guys to understand. Like he'd say things like that, <laughs> and I say, like, "Wow, that was uncalled for." <laughs> you are fighting back, but you like take it to the next level. You say things that make people want to punch you. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do we think about the ending here? A little conclusion. Um, let's just we talked we talked quite a bit about yeah. this movie. I think we put a good hour into our. Uh, thought on this movie, which it deserved, but you know, yeah. let's uh, let's wrap. let's come to a conclusion yeah. here. At the how did you guys think of the ending? How it wrapped up? 
from you know these guys all being sent back to their universes um you know tom holland that that was a powerful moment where he didn't he had a chance to kill you know uh green goblin but he chose not to well he didn't choose he was kind of stopped you know he still uh, could have Toby, yeah. Toby was laying on the ground at that point. That's one extra thing that would be like, okay, you're done. Like you just stabbed my newfound <laughs> spider buddy. Uh, you killed my aunt. I'm going to yeah. stab your neck now. Like that was yeah. just the icing <laughs> on the cake. So the fact he was still able to stop himself. I'm like, okay, man, you like kudos to you, I suppose. Are you guys okay with that? I mean, it, you, like, what do you guys think? Chris, what do you think? I, you know, if they would have let him take his life, it would probably put Tom Holland Spider-Man on a whole different path. So they would have to change his whole storyline. It's a completely different multiverse. I, I don't know if fans would like that. You know, I can't just think about how I would feel about it. It's, you know, what would the fans well, think if they let him kill? How it's did almost on the... It's, a, it's a how I felt when... Um, Schneider decided to make Superman. Yeah, I was going to say that. How did fans react that way? Because <laughs> I, it's, I the it because it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same line because they they are iconic characters, right? Um, I was I was genuinely mad when he did that when he snapped his neck. I was like, that's not what I wanted to see because now Superman can just pretty much kill any bad guy he feels like it because he's already done it now. So that restraint is what keeps Superman you know, safe in the people's uh, eyes. They see him as a beacon of hope and light because he's not a killer. Now mm -hmm. that he's killed somebody in front of people, is there any reason for the public to ever believe and trust Superman that he won't go killing somebody? So all of that, I think, is important for such iconic uh, superheroes. And for the fact the fact that he didn't kill, and, and like you said, D, he had extra incentive now that you know, Toby just got stabbed in front of him too. He still didn't do it. I think it was the right decision, in my opinion, you know, because like you're also saying, Chris, this is not going to set him off in a whole different chapter then. Yeah. They have to change the whole perception of Spider-Man now. And so it was so important that he didn't kill this guy, even though he did so many nasty things, including betray Toby's trust because Toby gave his whole trust. Sorry, not Toby, uh, Tom, his whole trust because it was Tom Holland who was pushing for him uh, to be, you know, t fixed or taken care of. And he, you know, was betrayed and was also, you know, not only betrayed, but lost two, lost a close family member in Aunt May and then also almost lost, you know, Toby McGuire right there by being stabbed. So I think it was the right decision for him not to get killed. D, what do you think? No, absolutely. Like, you, you can't have him kill, period. If yeah. he does, it has to be like something humongous that drives him to do so and if when he does it will forever change his whole aspect okay cool so we've got uh dr strange putting the portal and everything back together and he cocks another another magical whip it's just he just seems to find these things right it's just the user manuals there he's like yeah i know how to fix this i'll fix it and so all of a sudden, everybody's being sent back to their portals and universes. Uh, the send off with uh, Toby and uh, and Andrew was nice. Uh, I honestly, I was like 
oh, I, I missed these guys already and they yeah, just left. Yeah. <laughs> right? uh, it, what do you it, guys feel? It truly made me miss Andrew Garfield. Like just his lines when he's uh, like, even when he webbed up the lizard, he's like, sorry, doc, I'm kind of busy right now. I got to catch up with you later. Like that was the simplest line and it made me miss him so much. <laughs> oh man. Chris, did you, did you shed a tear or something when they were all sent back? It was it was upsetting because, you know, we got such a short time with all three of them and how they yeah. reacted, especially Andrew. He's like, I love you guys and like hugging <laughs> each other. It's just like, oh, um, it kind of brings back the love that I might have lost for the Spider-Man character in the past. You know, again, mm. it's been a while since I've seen this. I haven't even seen any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's. Yeah. So I think this has kind of brought me back to the point where, you know what? I'm going to watch them all again. If you can remove the bad guys out of your mind and watch the movie, then you'll be fine. Okay. The the bad guys is what really brings the movies down. But if you can just focus on Andrew and the way he, you know, moves around as Spider-Man, I think that's good enough. (laughs) The thing with Sony movies, like especially how they screwed up again on Dark Phoenix my expectations are so low that that's Fox, isn't it? Basically, uh, anything they're, and, they're basically not anything that's apart. not a, uh, yeah, I was going to say anything. <laughs> they're they're pretty much in the same boat. <laughs> they're pretty much in the same yeah. boat. <laughs> Fox, Sony, what does it matter? Yeah. Both shitty movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you lower your expectations, you end up being surprised in the end. So. Okay. Um, so final thoughts here. So now here's a part where, you know, everyone forgets who he is now. Uh, Spider-Man is by himself again. To me, this is the Tom Holland Spider-Man that I wanted to see, where he becomes now independent, where he now is on his own, when he's now figuring out who he is. I think this is where it really starts for me, me liking Tom Holland Spider-Man. Because one and two didn't do it for me, and I was I was always upfront and honest about it. I saw I thought the two Spider-Man movies we had were fun to watch, I guess, as a kid. But for me, I was not impressed. I still preferred the Tobey Maguire first two movies over this one, uh, the first two movies of Tom Holland's. But the ending where he finally, you know, is growing up and where he's moved out on his own, he, you know, he's looking for a job. This is what I want. This is what I need to see. I need to see the struggle that he's going to go through and and at the end still overcome these challenges. He just came through a huge challenge uh, with, you know, dealing with uh, in the, what he had to deal with in the movie. But to me, this is where I'm <clears throat> really intrigued in seeing what's the next step. Uh, how did you guys feel about how it all ended where everyone's forgotten who he is, including his love interest and his best friend? And, you know, seeing what he's going through at the very end there. For me, when it comes to these movies, there's no middle ground. They either he has all this technology and hand being held or he has absolutely nothing, including his friend's memories. (laughs) Like, okay, like I like what they're doing. This is kind of like a soft reboot, like a soft start over. It is. It is a reboot. Yeah. yeah. Because basically no one knows who Peter Parker is. So as far as the world's concerned, he didn't exist. He didn't even go to school because he has to take his GED. He didn't pass high school. So that alone is a struggle because how are you going to work? You have no ID. You have no identification. You look like you just showed up out of nowhere. 
So when you get a job, you have to convince people like, no, I'm actually a citizen. I just don't have any identification at all. So that's hard. And then all the text removed, which is great. I love that because we get the actual costume that I wanted to see all along. Man, oh. man, that was a, that was such a <laughs> kick in the pills for me. Yeah. I, when, I, when that happened, I was like, ooh-wee. Yeah. You know, like I, I started being a little 10-year-old kid going, oh, my God, that Spider-Man is back. <laughs> like, it was such a kick in the pills for me. I loved it. I was like, yes. I loved it, too. I was like, I need, my I son, need a hot my son was that. My son was sitting next to me, and I kind of shoved him with the show. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> if they make a hot Spider-Man. tour of that, I'm getting that immediately. Oh, no questions my friend, they, My friend, they've already made a version of that. Not the, not the gamer. The, like, did they make that end it's suit? Get, it's it's going to be the same color scheme. I'm fine with that. But if they make that, like, it's, it's slightly you, like I'll a... You, it's I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture just to entice you. Okay, I'll, I'd get it. Okay. Like, heck yeah, I'll get yeah. it. Um, it's available. It's available. And then what kind of bothered me is Peter Parker is always a lone wolf, but he did yes. have a support system through either May or Mary Jane or Gwen or someone. Even if he got them in danger, he had normal friends. In this, we established there's no Harry Osborne. He lost his two friends. He has no May, so he's one hundred percent alone. Does that bother you at all? Um, I'm hoping that he somehow has a rival in Eddie Brock in this universe. Or like, is he gonna get is he gonna get a job as a reporter? I think JJ might pay him under the table, and that's how he works for the Beagle. And then I guess Eddie Brock will be his competitor, and that's where the story be beginning. Because, well, let's get into it. The first end credit scene, right? Well, we Chris didn't take all- his turn yet. Oh, sorry, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks. So, my, apolo- uh, my apologies. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I think if continuing this story about people not knowing who he is, I think it would be a interesting way of introducing Black Cat as a character coming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he's all alone. He meets this character, Black Cat, and... Because there's a bit of a love interest between those two, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's a good yes, idea. Yep. So that would be a new a way. A triangle? Yeah. Start something okay. new. That's a good idea. Yeah, that, that, that probably could. Uh, what's a villain that you would love to see show up in the next movie? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Great question, huh? You know what? Black, real... Black Cat is sort of a... Black Cat's 50-50. You can give... 50, she'd need 50, to be. A... She'd need to be paired with a real villain, just like yeah, Catwoman yeah. was in Batman. Where they you, might. Do you think Kingpin? Kingpin? Oh, that'd no, be good. Be... It would be what good. If... Go on, Chris. Who? Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, I wish they didn't uh, use it in um, the second Spider-Man, but I would have loved to see the real Hydra Man, like not computer oh, I see. graphic. Okay. Cause I oh, yeah, they wasted the a couple villains with that. I'm like, man, you guys wasted Hydro Man and Multi Man. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I mean, we still haven't got Scorpion, have we? He's in prison. We need a decent one, though. Yeah. There's still there's still opportunities. What what about uh, Morbius? Is, is he going to be in this involvement, or what's going on with that? Who knows, right? Well, in his trailer, he's like... I'm Venom. Just kidding. So which universe are you in? Are you in the Venomverse? I have no idea, man. Like, seriously, I have no idea. 
what's going on here <laughs> like where, and then adrian tombs was in his trailer as well like where where do you exist here you know what i also heard today on the on the interwebs i heard that there was a moment at, at a meeting between kevin feige and amy pascal i believe her name is amy pascal mm-hmm. um after the debacle of spider-man a version movie two didn't do that well right uh, in terms of what their expectations were so they had a meeting and Kevin Feige just basically said to her, it's like, you need to get M- You need to let the MCU property handle the Spider-Man because you guys are not doing a great job. And she threw a sandwich at him. <laughs> yeah, I read that. She threw that. a sandwich at him. Uh, you, you saw that? Did you see that article somewhere? I didn't see it I, at I all. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that article too. Where she threw a sandwich at <laughs> Who knows if that's true or not? But I guess it worked because you can tell this is MCU writing all, all over this thing. The, the, there's Sony involvement here. I guess some of the nonsense, but um, uh, you, you can see it. There's a vast difference between this movie and the other two movies, right? And the need to get him becoming more independent, I think, was very adamant because a lot of people were saying, well, he doesn't need to have Captain America, sorry, um, Iron Man help him and Doctor Strange help him and everybody's helping him. He needs to do this on his own. And I guess that message was received well because we see him on his own now. And be careful what you ask for because it might not be great. Who knows, right? We'll see what the next movie is going to be all about. But I, I think the right villain is what's going to make the next movie great. You need to have a really good villain. I would love to see Black Cat, like you said, but I would love to see Kingpin. And then I want to see, you know, Charlie Cox come back as Daredevil to give him a little bit of, you know, aid or some, give him some information on who Kingpin is. Because Daredevils has a long history with Kingpin. I would love to see some... I don't want to see a super villain anymore right now. I, w- I want to see a villain that he sort of is grounded and has a lot of contacts and gives Spider-Man you know, a run from his money because he's got a lot of goons and thugs uh, doing things around the city. I, I want to see that. I don't know how you guys feel with that. If the threat is well received, like sometimes, depending on what the threat is, I'm like, this will be no problem. Like, yeah. wake, wake me up when a fight scene occurs, but I'm not worried for you at all. Like, there's no climax because the villain isn't really a threat to begin with. So if they utilize him properly, like, it doesn't always have to be world-ending. Like, the villain yeah. in Ant-Man, it wouldn't have destroyed the world, but it would have been a huge problem if there was this microscopic assassins just floating around the city. Like, they had to stop that. Just, like, they could use Kingpin for... He's trying to do something that would affect the city it wouldn't destroy it or anything but he needs to be stopped and it's just usually what the villain's goal is that makes or breaks the movie so if they think of something great then i'm all for a street level villain yeah there's a reason he is what he is but street level villains actually do really good if you have something to you know like their motivation not just that it's just like to have the superhero handicap like right now with you know nobody you know, without me gone, his friends not knowing who he is, there's nobody that they can sort of kidnap or take away from him yeah. to kind of force his hand, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. have that, but maybe we'll it. see something. Oh, that, that was another a- thing, yeah. Because yeah. they always, like, in Ultimate, he's like, I know who you are, and I'm going to blow up your school if you mess with me. Like, he's straight up yeah. like, <laughs> but now he's like, he has no one to hurt him. Yeah, exactly. He has no weaknesses. So, do you think that they will bring back this universe's version of Green Goblin? Or is that done? I don't know I mean, now, because Norman's like, there's no Oscorp, there's no Osborns, there's no Harry. 
So a Harry Osborne could show up now while Peter has no friends. But at the same time, it's like, I know what your dad was like in this other universe. <laughs> and these other two yeah. universes, I don't know if I want to be friends with you or if I should keep an eye out for you guys. Like, <laughs> I don't know. If if they don't have Green Goblin or Doc Ock, is that sad to see it done for the very last time? I think so. I, I was excited to see like the MCU versions of these characters. Like, oh, how are they going to do it? Yeah. But it was, a good it was what I was afraid of. Yeah, it was a good send off. But do you want it to be a send off? Like, I, I kind of wanted Green Goblin to stay. I wanted around. to see them. And I thought they were going to like do a cop out and make. We, we don't have our own version, so we're just going to use this one in our universe. What they did was that and then sent him away forever. So that was like a twist in the heart for me. So, yeah. Well, do you think they. Because we, we won't get Green Goblin. What about Hobgoblin? But I mean, how? I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, I, I want any goblin. That'd be nice, right? I want a, I want a guy in a glider throwing things at Peter Parker and Spider Man <laughs> running around, right? I want that. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, so, what do you think, guys, about the end credit scene of, you know, Eddie Brock sitting there in the bar drinking away tequilas, and you have this, you know, Venom and him kind of getting drunk. And they get teleported back, I guess, to their verse again. Like I thought, it was convoluted as heck. Um, there's he doesn't know who Spider Man is, so why did he get pulled? Just like Electro didn't know who he was. Now, there's head cannons and theories on why he was pulled. And I do read the Venom comics, and it turns out symbiotes are multiversal beings. But comics yeah. are a little more convoluted than movies. Movies don't really have the luxury to do things like. Like your average viewer isn't going to know that. They're not going to know this goo has the ability <laughs> to travel the multiverse if you got the right frequency. And so, so that, that, that to me was a little silly, but it was a good way to get the symbiote here, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's silliness and we have to overlook it just for the long picture, right? Just to have the little symbiote blob. Which still doesn't make sense. To... Why didn't that go back with him? Right. And, and exactly. I get called, I get called like, oh, you're just nitpicking. Well, Everyone's, that's not fair. Every, it's not nitpicking. It's actual, a question that you can ask. Yeah, it takes Why? you out of the movie. You have established yeah. these rules and then you immediately broke the rule. Why am I not allowed to ask a question? Like, Hey, you said this, but then you did this. What's up with that? Oh, you're just nitpicking. Okay. It's but a, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing. If I say that well, lizard's DNA just got left behind, his tail got cut off. Right now, yeah. someone can form another lizard in a lab if they wanted to. It's the same idea. Yeah, right. What I didn't understand is you know he gets up from the bar and he moves back and then he gets sucked out and then there's that little piece. Where was Venom? Yeah. Like, how did that chip off of him? Like, is it the bite <laughs> mark from Carnage and he's still bleeding? But like, it was just yeah. There, that is right. There was no Venom present. He was inside the body. So. Wouldn't a piece of his like finger come off or something? Like some part of Eddie Brock's <laughs> like, yeah, skin would ripped just, off too. Why was he just leaking? And I <laughs> know they like he's just leaking <laughs> black <laughs> fluid. Uh, and people make all you he, okay? he, he reproduced because symbiotes do that. Like that's the thing where people have to bring in their own head cannon to make it make sense. And I'm sorry to say, but a lot of the times your head cannons just create more questions rather yep, than answers. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so. uh, okay. Uh, and then the last end credit scene was just basically a giant trailer, was it not? 
Yeah, I loved it. It, it wasn't an end credit scene. It was a trailer. It was just a trailer. In and I'm opinion. okay with that. In my opinion. And yeah. I'm okay with that. It was a lot of craziness. Um, we'll, Do we want to get into that? Because it's not related to Spider-Man at all. So what do you guys think? Mm. I don't know. We're running pretty long. Yeah. yeah I, it I, just I made mean, me excited. I, we can just say it made me excited. And Yeah, it's Doctor Strange. And, you know, that trailer is going to come out again. And we'll talk about it when it does come out again. And it's got Wanda in it. It's got evil Doctor Strange. Uh, it's got three Doctor Stranges in there, actually. I forgot the other one. Uh, it's from another universe with the the black outfit and the red, black and red outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot the name now. Name escapes me. But there's three Doctor Strangers in there, Scarlet, uh, uh, Witch, and who knows who else is going to be in there? Miss America, uh, not, America uh, Chavez, Chavez, right? Yeah. Chavez, man, she's a powerful being. Yeah, she is. Like, how do we not know about her? She's. Oh, I loved her. Like, yeah, she's great. <laughs> She's cool. Why, why do we not have a figure of her yet? She's insane. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that we don't. I'm we're glad we're getting one. She's kind of like an underdog. Like, you don't... I didn't... Like you said, Elvin, I didn't realize how powerful she was when I heard that she was a possible <laughs> character in this movie because she can punch holes through the multiverse. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, where did they, that they come got from? Her, they're gonna, they gotta nerf her. I think they'll just nerf her or change her powers. I don't oh, want them man. to. I don't want them no. to because it'd be cool I'm to see be her. So like disappointed punch. if they limit her powers. Like she can only do it once a year. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> when the moon is full, then she can do it. Oh my shock! My chakras aren't aligned. My chakras aren't aligned. Iron yeah, fist yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> I have if, to raise my kundalini. See, if they <laughs> limit her and what her capability is. Then what was the whole point of bringing her into the movie? Well, we'll find out. But I'm going to be so yeah. disappointed if she's limited. I am going to be so disappointed. Like, here you guys are screwing around another character. I just want to see a scene where the background... Because she punches holes in reality and they, they're they shaped like stars. So oh, I want to see, like, man. a mirrorverse scene where, like, Jeez. it's like a star outline and then it just, like, shatters... Of just her like, I, continuously do that. I would love to see little cameos in there. Yeah. We probably like, imagine will. Imagine Wolverine's claws to show up. Or, you know, some other character just shows up in the background. Like, you know, a Fantastic Four character or something. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, let's kind of wrap it up with the Spider-Man talk here and get into our final topic of the evening. Are it we going to rate this movie? Do we... Oh yeah, I always forget to rate movies. I don't know why. It's just so we talk so much. I think yeah, we pretty much true. told everybody how we feel. But anyways, Good point. thank you. Sorry, guys. thank I'm you. Like, no, no. Okay. Hey, it, it would have been foolish of us not to rate. So okay, we'll start off with D. What did you give it out of ten? Giving it a nine point five. The only reason it doesn't get a ten Ooh. is because Oof. I did not see that, see that coming. coming. I did coming. not see that coming. Holy smokes! It's because okay. nothing's perfect. So that's the only reason. Oh. That score is just crazy to me. Okay. <laughs> Chris. Uh, I gave it an eight. Solid eight. It was entertaining so, and I enjoyed it. There were bits and pieces that I feel like could have been not in the movie, but, you know, I still enjoyed every minute of it. Okay. Fair enough. I actually would give it an 8.5. Um, this is very close to being a perfect movie. Uh, the some of the um, consequences, or sorry, some of the ways that the movie is progressing to me was the biggest problem. Uh, you know how Doctor Strange, you know, 
mis- made mistakes and things like that. It was just uncharacteristic of that character because of what we've seen from that character in the past, how precise he is and not like a kid. He's really intelligent. Uh, Peter Parker, uh, Tom Holland's character in the beginning was a little sluggish, I thought. But 8.5, I, I think it's a great movie. It's probably the best of the three by far. I uh, easily can say that. The additions of all these characters were really nice, especially the two that we, you know, we talked about with Alfred Molina and, and um, William Defoe. I thought uh, Tom Holland, uh, sorry, um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield did a great job overall. The ending was a nice conclusion to the trilogy. So uh, 8.5 in my books, uh, hats off to them for recovering what I thought was the weakest yeah, of recovering. the three. I think that's why I'm being so generous. Like, oh, you fixed my boy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 9. Point, you know what? I, I, I was surprised you gave it 9.5, but I understand why you gave it 9.5. I could see it from your perspective, and I could see it from Chris's perspective as well, why you gave it an 8. So I'm sort mm-hmm. of in the middle between the you guys here and 8.5. And I had the number 8.5 in my head for uh, since the day I left the theater. I was like, this is an 8.5 in my mind. I tried to move it up to a 9, but I was just like, If you no, have to try, it probably shouldn't be that. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm like. If I have to figure out a way to get it to 9, then it really doesn't deserve yeah. to be a 9, right? But yeah, 8.5 nonetheless. It's an absolute must-see in theaters, I think, to get mm-hmm. that big action effect and to really feel all the characters coming to you in the screen. It is a joy to watch. It's a great Christmas movie to watch, I think, during the holidays to take your family to go watch it. Um, yeah, all right, 8.5 and 9.5 and 8 with us uh, for our Spider-Man No Way Home. All right, uh, now on to our final topic, which is a look back at our podcast, you know, 48 episodes in. Uh, 2021 is coming to an end. This is our last one of the year. Uh, we start off 2022 with the bang. It's going to be fun. But 48 episodes, uh, wow. That is, it is a definite wow. That's short of 52 weeks in a year. So, and that's this crazy. is not even this is not even including the ones that we did dedicated to shows. We did oh, additional. Great. Yeah, you did more. You so did more. If we add those, I think we're at 60 something. <laughs> so you know, hats off to you guys first of all because when I started this podcast, it was just me myself looking at a wall. And I believe one of my podcasts was only like 29 minutes long. It was just short because I was just by myself. There's no one to talk to. Uh, the wall can only talk back so much in echoes. That means and you're was, crazy. Yeah, that means you're crazy <laughs> when the wall's talking back to you. So I want to say to you, both of you, thank you so much for coming on my podcast here with me and becoming our podcast and taking it to the next level. Because I think when you guys came on to this podcast, it really set the bar high, high, high. Like, it was way down here, and then the, when the two of you came on, it was way up there. So I really appreciate you guys um, for making this podcast an amazing podcast. And we hope that whoever's listening enjoys listening to the three of us banter and make fun of each other and poke fun at each other because that's what it's about. It's just have fun and, you know, talk about pop culture. Who doesn't want to do that, right? So, yeah, thank you to you guys. Uh, did you have any moments or any any particular things that you experienced while doing this podcast? I was just Anybody a learning here? a learning curve, really. Like, you just get into the groove of it eventually. There wasn't anything that's, like, I don't know how to answer your question, really, because I might be misinterpreting it, but 
I like the moments where we can vent about certain aspects of any of the industries we <laughs> we <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Just because we're we're like minded. So when uh, a possible figure comes out that's below average, we get we get to share our displeasure. And it's not hating on it. It's not being disrespectful. Yeah. But we all have mm-hmm. the same gripes. I like when we're all on the same page. Three different points even, of views. Yeah. Yeah. Even even when we don't agree, it's still respectful and fun. So that's well, that's what it's all about, right? Opinions are opinions of each other's, and we resp- and that's the thing about the three of us. Like we we get it why the other has made that opinion and decision. Like just right now, when we made the decision to give the scores, they're all three different scores, but they're all three scores of how we feel and we understand how each other feels about the score. So mm-hmm. you know, we we get that, and that's that's the thing that's really cool about us. Okay, so. What about name 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 a topic or something that we discussed this year that you really liked? I always like the Haslab the Haslab ones because we can see your excitement grow <laughs> in real time. We can track or it get, or get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always yes. find those amusing because it's like a universal like everyone's just wanting their thing that they're backing, and you can see where it spikes and you can see the excitement level rising. Or in the last case where it dropped immediately, like I don't know, those were shattered. Music. Yeah, those were music to me. <laughs> Chris, was there any particular moment in 2021 that you loved in our podcast? Honestly, it was when I first joined you guys, and you know, I've never done a podcast before, and it's just like there was a lot of stories between us. Because there was a lot of yeah. stories, and you go ahead. No, no, you go no, ahead. You go. And that's- but that's the Canadian in us, right? Yeah. I guess we're very polite in that way. And yeah, you say that you've never done a podcast. It's not like I was sitting around doing podcasts for years either, right? <laughs> All three of us are rookies at what we did. This was our rookie year. And I, I think I could safely say that we made tremendous strides in getting better at what we do here. And people who are listening and have been listening to us in the you know for many episodes we hope that they appreciate that we are always trying to do better and better every month and learn um, to get better at our, at our craft here. And 2022, we hope to do a lot better as well. But, you know, we, we just do it because it's fun. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we didn't know what to expect. We just got on a mic and started chatting away about topics, right? And, and it's cool because we have our own little thing because we're a little different from a lot of other podcasts where – you know, we have our own little beginning where what we watched and what we got. And, you know, I know that nobody really does that, uh, but we, we decided to do that. And I thought it was fun to just kind of talk about what we did in the week. And uh, you guys get to always harp on me for what I got, which I think is really unfair. It's a bully <laughs> hey, factor. It's only, it's only Chris bullying you now. I'm being yeah, nice I know, I know. <laughs> it's always Chris bullying me about that. Uh, yeah, well, what a, what, what, you guys, what you guys don't hear when we're not doing a podcast. Yeah. Wait, wait, could... What do you mean we, we? the stuff you don't see while we're not behind the mic (laughs) there's nothing to see i don't know what you're talking about yeah exactly denial (laughs) yeah there's nothing to see anything that's behind the scenes can be seen it doesn't count (laughs) yeah you know what i'm gonna come over to your house and break into your garage and take some photos and post it and then people will be on my side (laughs) I am doing a garage sale this year. So next year, I am gonna this this coming summer. I'm gonna do a massive sale locally. I'm gonna be selling a bunch of stuff. So I'll, I'll give you guys first crack at it 
whatever you guys want from my garage. You know, that uh, that makes me laugh because if you guys ever seen Confessions of a Shopaholic, oh, come on. where she's selling all her stuff and she's like, no, no, I'm not going to sell that. I'm going to keep it for my... St- <laughs> That's all I can picture at Elvin's garage sale is like someone wants to buy I, I have something. To sell, I do have to sell at least three bins with the figures. Oh, I thought you were going to say three figures. I'm like... No, th- no three bins. <laughs> I need to get rid of at least three. <laughs> three bins, yeah. At least three <laughs> out of 500. Got to get rid of three. It's going to be difficult, <laughs> but I'll do it. Um, What was the least exciting thing that you talked about i already know what chris's is <laughs> the, uh, uh, <laughs> i think it's yours now too we're, we're all on the same page here no no we're not okay well no, for me not. and probably chris i titans killed me i'm yeah. sorry but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah no i gave up on that oh. yeah <laughs> well you really did you didn't even watch some of the episodes we me and d at least torture hey, through it right i think it was the last three episodes <laughs> where i just kind of recapped it myself and i'm like you know what oh i got God. like customs to work on i got like other things that need my Brutal. attention and when it came to the bats carrying nightwing off i'm like i'm out oh, i'm out yeah i'm yeah. done with this nonsense. i'm peace out yeah it, it probably i think it we all can be in agreement. It was the worst topic that we talked about. <laughs> and I just can't believe they got another season out of this. Like I was so angry. Oh, oh my God. Not well, this, like not the fact that I had to it. watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And there, there's people out there, there's critics out there that they raved about it. And what are they raving about? Like, I don't understand. And are they doing drugs while they're doing the reviews? Like, Well, even if crazy. they were doing drugs, they'd still have better taste than that. Yeah, it got renewed for another season, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you guys going to tune in to just see what it's about? Yeah, I'll uh, watch recaps, maybe. Or I'll type in, okay. like... No, not even... I don't know, like... YouTube YouTube thumbnails will catch my eye, and then I'll click on it and be disappointed, but that's about as far as I'll go. <laughs> I'll tune in for the first episode. If it's terrible, I'm out. Like, I'm out. See you later. I won't even give it a second episode. Like, if it doesn't get me in the first episode, forget it. I don't have time for progression through, like, nine episodes to get to the final, where it finally becomes good. No way. Nope. Not going through that. It's just such, such a waste of time. Th- honestly, this season was such a waste of time. It was you know, terrible. Like, I was really hoping that they'd go a little bit further with Scarecrow, and then after everything that actually happened with the actor, he's not coming back. But, like, I think we talked about that because, you know, they can bring in another actor and he'd be wearing a mask. So we don't know it's not the same guy. But I was really hoping for a little bit more. I wish they would have stepped it up with going a bit more edgier and maybe a bit more creepier. But with all the different storylines in there, like Blackfire, it's just like, okay, is she drugged out? Like, why is this happening? Why is, you know, it's... It was too much, and it was just, they didn't make use of Beast Boy. He's like, oh, I'll call the cops. Uh, okay, thanks. You know? <laughs> I, I, yeah, and then Superboy, yeah. the, being the strongest, was like always put to sleep. <laughs> Literally put to sleep. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, D's probably, you know, rolling his eyeballs right now. Going, <laughs> yeah, just, just like a, caught in like a maze of just despair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he just left. <laughs> yeah he's like i'm out see you yeah. later <laughs> titans again i thought we were done with this yeah 
All right. Okay. So, um, what was uh, some of your most loved topics? Let's talk about something that you really love talking about. I always like the uh, the reveal days. Any of them, really. Like we're all just. So you're more. So okay, let's let me rephrase that again. We have movies, we have TV shows, we talk about action figures, we talk about video. games. Oh, like the topics, like what are I like? Like of of the four that I just mentioned, what are your some of your mm. like? What is your favorite topic that you always like to get into? Because we did talk about a fair amount of all of these topics, right? Like you'd think it would be like media, but I like the toy aspect. Okay. How about you, Chris? Same the toy. I wish you guys would be a little more into horror movies, but, uh, you know, I tried. Actually, I did it. (laughs) Chucky. Chucky was great. I watched um, Halloween. Halloween That's comedy. But did you watch it, Chris? Did you watch Chucky yet? I don't have that channel. What channel is it on? Sci-fi, I think. Yeah. Um, but okay, we'll, we'll we'll try to get Chucky to you to no, watch. But... No, no, it's great. D, you I, liked it, right? I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, I thought you did, I thought you watched it. No, I said I would give it a try. I didn't get to it oh, yet. It's great. It's funny. Okay, it's awesome. it's awesome. It's fu- it's good. Chris, you need to watch it. You'll See, love Chris, it. Chris is basically like, if Elvin likes it, how good could it be? That's probably what he's oh, thinking. Oh come on, <laughs> guys! I'm, I'm not. This is Chris talking, not me. I'm speaking of the Africa. <laughs> I'm like, you'll like, what is you'll, it? You'll, for... you'll have a good, you'll have a good time watching it. It's fun. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's, uh, it, it is brutal. I'll give you this. There's a lot of blood and a lot of stabbing. It's brutal. Are you sure you weren't watching Care Bears? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's, it's good though. It's good times. Uh, okay. Yeah. So for me, I, I would say action figures is not my favorite topic that I talked to you guys about. It's more like TV shows. Yeah. I, I enjoy talking about the TV shows, the Disney plus stuff. Right? I mean, do we have any Disney Plus coming in the spring? No, we don't, right? Well, when's Loki out? They better not say, like, 2023. I think it is 2023. <sighs> it's like the fall of 2023. Why See? so late? Yeah, it, That's it's, just far. Rude. That's just rude. it's far. It's far. <laughs> yeah. I hope that changes. Now with the Omni- uh, Omicron variant coming around. Yeah, no. <laughs> Omicron yeah, per CIA. um i do want to mention to everybody i know this is the last episode that we're doing uh for the end of the year but there is an episode special episode we're doing the boba fett review it is our our boy justin who is on our youtube channel does toy reviews with us he is going to be jumping on with me on december 29th to do the first episode of boba fett the book of boba fett with me he's a big star wars fan so he'll be jumping on with me to do that I know you two gentlemen are like, nope, we are going to be enjoying our holidays. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> no, we had enough working. of we already had enough of you in 2021. <laughs> and you guys will jump back into it on the first Monday of, of, of uh, 2022. What should we talk about in 2022? <laughs> like maybe what we got for Christmas. Oh, that is great. Let's do that. That'll be one of our topics we'll talk about. What our right? New Year's oh. resolutions are. Buy less figures. Me, yeah, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that, definitely. I held off of my doubles today, though. Oh. Of what? Uh, from, of NECA. Oh, the the, um, the Mousers? Yeah, I didn't buy... Well, I, I did buy multiples, but not as much. 
Honestly, I'm proud of you because I messaged you the other day when I was at work because you wanted me to keep an eye out for two extra Modocs. <laughs> and I messaged you and the GameStop I was at, I'm like, hey, they got two. I get my discount. Yeah. And you're like, no, I actually got to cut back on my collecting. And I'm like, I thought I was well, having a stroke. Why do like, you need three Modocs? <laughs> well, I guess that was an army builder one, technically. Yeah, yeah. Fine. since yeah, you yeah. mentioned that, he's like, "Oh, I yeah. need to buy five more." <laughs> Look, I'm I'm really am working hard this coming year to reduce my collection to just exactly what I need. Right? So, I bravo for nope. you because you're the type of guy who will be like, "I need it. I will buy it. I will buy it." And you said straight up no, and I'm like, "Wow." Yeah, Good for I, you. I really am. Like, I, if, if I want an army build, like, G.I. Joe's, which is, like, 20 bucks or something, $29, I'll do it because it's... Plus, it doesn't take as much space as Modox do, right? But uh, also, like, at what point do you kind of say, oh, enough with the army builds? You've built enough armies, let's, let's kind of get away with this here. Where do you store them, you know, where you can actually... If you have to put them in bins, then are you really enjoying them no. as well? No. Your army builder right? is tucked away. Army builders are meant to be displayed. Exactly. Yeah. So... I've got my fair share of Star Wars army building troops. I've got my fair share of G.I. Joe's on the way, the bat troopers, and then I'm good. I, I don't think I really need any more troopers because those are the only troopers I really want. I've got my shield and my, um, my um, what do you call those guys, scrolls. I got those guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm good. I have enough uh, of everybody that I really wanted to army build. So don't need to army build. Now it's just about reducing, but... You know, keeping the ones you really, really love on display. If it's not on display, then what's the point, really? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I'm coming around now, trying to figure out. Okay, if it's not going to be on my display, then it's got to go. I don't care how nice it is, how rare it is. It's got to go, because what's it doing? It's tucked away somewhere, right? Someone else could really enjoy it. So yeah, 2022, big change coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's your New All Year's right. resolution. There you go. There yeah. you go. All right. Uh, anything else before we kind of end it for the year? I think we talked a lot. It was like two, two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. It was yes, a special uh, edition, everyone. Yeah, it's, so. it's a Christmas Best special. Not a bad thing, yeah. This will keep you uh, tied in because we're going to be not here next week. So I'll keep you tied in. We did double the episode for <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, we want to wish everybody a happy holiday, a safe happy holiday, uh, wherever you are in the world or the universe. Have yourself a great holiday. Um, good morning, a good day. And a good night. Take care. Happy Hanukkah. Bye-bye.